I'm Mark, and with me is Chris. And we've got three more topics to talk about today. So, the topics of the last games of the season, cost of relegation, and our top five favourite Palace kits in our lifetime. So, 30 odd years. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. So, I thought I'd change up the uh, their, um, uh, intro this week. A little bit yeah. less like written down that was just, you know, top of bed. <laughs> right, so um, shall we start with the uh, last games of the season then, yeah? Yeah, sure, man. Yeah, uh, which one did you want to start with first? Should we go age line, so start off with Stockport. The Stockport one. Yeah. yeah. So that, that one, obviously, Dougie Freeman saving us that day, you know, last last minute uh last minute gone. You and your dad were there in the crowd, weren't it? Because I remember seeing your dad on TV. Yeah, he was on the six o'clock news. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't on the six o'clock news. No, I don't know where you was. <laughs> no, no, he he was. He he was looking very wide next to his radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. It was just I remember um, on just seeing it so random like a minute. That's your dad. <laughs> it's just some bloke with a radio to his ear and they're just filming him. <laughs> I can't, he must have been sitting down or something. I don't know what he was doing. Well, all the standing. It's all standing last stand. Oh, of course it is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's the last game I think they had when it was all standing as well. Yeah. So after they put seats in it. Yeah, there's no um, roof on that uh, stand as well, wasn't there, I think? No, that was, that was more common back then. Yeah, yeah, because Sportsman had it as well, no roof in your way, and like always a strange one if it pisses down rain, isn't it? <laughs> Barnes as well for a while as well. It's just weird. Certain stadiums, if I see a roof over, <laughs> they've had a roof, I always find it very weird. I'm not aware yeah. the roof being there. <laughs> so, like a brand new kind of stand they've sort of built in, but really they've only just put a roof to it <laughs> half the time. <laughs> yeah, because that, that that one that was um, it was, waiting, was it waiting for uh, Huddersfield? Yeah, that's it. yeah Huddersfield uh, losing to Burnham, they had to lose for us to stay out, wasn't it? I I think I remember that we had to. I can't remember. Yeah, I just remember that we the game had finished, but the other yeah. game hadn't finished. So some people were celebrating on the pitch. Some people were kind of had radios and things, and we were just just, just oh, keeping an eye out for the other. See what the scores are, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone was still worried that if another goal happened there, it'd all change again. Yeah, yeah. And it was quite uh, new into Simon Jordan's tenure, wasn't it? Really, as well. Like he'd only been there yeah. uh, well, a few months, I think, or that that season. I can't remember. No, no, it's the whole, the whole season. So, yeah, yeah. so Steve Cavani lasted until in a pre-season. And then we had Alan Smith, didn't we? Yeah, for the vast majority of it. He only yeah. left at very early, when it almost felt like it was too late. Yeah, t- uh, two games left, I've written down. Two, and then Stevie Kemba, yeah. legend, that is Steve Kemba. With the club, what, 30-odd years? Maybe a little bit longer, I think, in the end, wasn't he? So he inspired us there to the victory. <laughs> Like over, over Portsmouth and Stockport, wasn't it? The two victories just to survive. And yeah. that same season, was, was that the same season that we got to the semi final of the Carling Cup as well, wasn't it? Yeah, we did. Yeah. And just remember Rubens, uh, I mean, that like, amazing goal against Liverpool. Uh, yeah, he scored a couple, though. He had an amazing he one. He scored in the other league Le- as well, Leicester as well, didn't he? Oh, yes, no, he the- did. Yeah, yeah. 
No, yeah. Liverpool, the second leg was like 5 0 or something. Oh, yeah, Friedman got sent off, didn't he? <laughs> um, I think it was an elbow on someone, like one of the centre halves, like backing into him. The referee sent him off, like for an elbow. It's like out of all the people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was just, uh, yeah, it's also a weird way that I stopped because I went, I went up there by plane. You went up by plane? Yeah. Really? yeah. Just yeah, did like, style for the day, you know. <laughs> well, no, because it's been, um, well, well, my dad had loads of air miles. Oh, right. And my mum doesn't fly. So it felt like a bit silly having all these air marks and they're using yeah, them. Yeah, not using them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite understand how he managed to get so many air, like, air miles that we could fly out. just taking she- secret trips, like work trips and stuff. <laughs> he used to do work trips, but at this point he'd been pretty much retired for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> when, when was that? That was 2002, was it? The Stockport game? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't write down any dates. Yeah, two thousand one. Two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to write down all the dates and stuff. So for that, but oh, I've, I've, I've got the, the, the reports from the you've got all the reports. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I literally just did like loads of different notes for him, because um, I remember because uh, obviously the Palace uh, official Twitter put up the stop and thing the other day, didn't they? Yeah, and I forgot about that handball by David Hopkins. Like on the edge of the area to set up the attack, basically, <laughs> it was so blatant as well. <laughs> Can't believe we got away with it. Even the concept, it's like, what? There's a handball. It <laughs> just like gone up the field. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's weird to think that, that Stockport were in the second tier as well, because like they went oh, all the yeah. way down to the, the Conference North since. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've been all the way down. I don't know if they. I think they might be League Two no. now, aren't they? Are they no, not? They're in, they're in Conference now. Oh, they went all the way down still. I thought they got back up. No, no. So, so I think they're, so they're definitely now in the conference, but I think at one point they were in the conference yeah. north. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> they went properly down. Mm. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Remember that, obviously, a lot of that team was um, still there, obviously, for the promotion uh, season, wasn't it? Like, two years later, like, Aki and uh, Freeman. Would you want the line-up? Yeah, so, I, think written, I think I've written down the lineup. Which even yeah, two, two Stockport players, Kuki and Wilbraham, <laughs> four, like, former Palace players as well, which was weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember Kuki being there, but I forgot. I forgot about Wilbraham. <laughs> yeah, young Wil. It would have been a very young Wilbraham, I think, because like he was what thirty when he came to us in our other promotion. Yeah, year, I think wasn't it? So he would have been like like twenty, maybe sure. nineteen. <laughs> Yeah, our lineup. Um, it was was it Kalinko and goal? Kalinko, Austin, Mullins, Beholder. Wow, actually played. I thought he was just in reserve. Yeah, well, he, he was in the USA team at the time with with us, but he's I the, only remember him playing a handful of games. I never remember him playing a lot. He's the, the US manager now as well. Is he? Hmm. Oh, wow, that's a, bit, that's a good step up. Yeah. I think he was he was another one that like left us and did better elsewhere, didn't he? Think if I remember rightly. I don't think he did, did anywhere else really. Do you not? He I did, thought I thought nah. he was one of the ones that went somewhere else. No, he went so somewhere. He, yeah, he the... definitely went somewhere else. So oh, he yeah. went to <laughs> to a team that I cannot pronounce in German football. Oh really? And I think <laughs> I don't know who existed when it. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, so it's we've got like a, a logo that looks like it's and they're currently in the fourth tier in Germany, but at the time he was at them, they were second tier. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and pronounce that name. <laughs> energy Cottonbus. Yeah, nice. I have no clue for that one. <laughs> and then he went to 1860 Munich. Yeah, see, that's the one I remember. 1860 Munich. I knew he went to Germany, and that, like maybe at the time it wasn't in the top league, but obviously now they're not. But you know, I thought maybe um, that's probably why I thought he went to a better team or went on to better things, should I say? And then he was at LA Galaxy. Uh, yeah, go back to America. But yeah, he was always in the national team, though, wasn't he? And uh, I don't remember him ever really playing for us that much. So, according to his wiki, he played 19 games for us, which doesn't sound that bad. But he was. It was only he wasn't there long, was he? Like maybe that season or another season after that, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I thought he hangs around the reserves a bit longer than that, but yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. We had what uh, real RE four cell at the time as well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. So we, we so had four cell like basically a two year loan near enough, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, so um, what's the name? Smithy Thompson, Carlisle. Oh yeah, Wayne Aki, Carlisle, bloody hell. Four cell, Morrison, Freeman. Mm. And yeah, and Hopkins, yes, Hopkins came off the bench, didn't he? Yeah, and um, yeah, Black I think on the bench as well. Oh, Tommy Black. Yeah. Oh right, maybe he was a great player. Did he got injured? No, I don't know. He was a weird one. A lot of people didn't. Yeah, a lot of people didn't rate him. I always liked Tommy Black. I think the, the measure of the man was that, that all the managers that, that seemed to do well at Palace didn't rate him. Didn't and rate all the ones him. Yeah. That, and all the ones that were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that he raised him and played him every week, and he seemed to do well for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose it's one. Yeah, it's one of them weird things where he would like we we'd be doing terrible all the time, but he'd be the stand up player. Yeah. And beforehand, when we're doing okay, he would he'd be like, "Where's Where's Tommy Black?" And it's like, "Oh, he's on the bench again." Okay, <laughs> but I quite liked him. I thought I thought he was a decent player for us. Like, and as obviously I'm remembering the times when he was playing well. <laughs> but yeah. So that, that that was the yeah three minutes to the end of the game crazy. Oh, so what's the next one? Is it a chart always, one after that? Is it? Yeah, yeah. One of your favourite ones. This one's a strange one. Just for me, I I can't imagine nowadays they would let two local teams play each other on the last day of the season. No, no, exactly. I mean, I remember weird to me that that was allowed. Yeah, I remember being around the, uh, Simon's the, house um, for that one. <laughs> Were you around Simon's house for that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was around Simon's house for that one, right, and watching Sky Sports New because I, I knew it was the last game of the season. Well, it was a weird one because Sky picked the other two games and the other two games were dead rubbers. Yeah, it made no sense why they didn't pick that. The only other, it was that game and then the West Brom game that sh- they should have played because they're the only ones that really had anything to play for. No, no, the other two were in, the other two teams were in pole position. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it was, because um, what ended up happening because West Brom were bottom at the start of the game. Oh, yes, of course they was, yeah. Yeah, it was a complete turnaround, wasn't it? For yeah, them. So, so Southampton and Norwich were playing other teams. Mm. And, oh. oh, was it Southampton that went down as well that year? Yeah, yeah, yeah Southampton went down. Yeah, because we, we had that crunch game against them, do you remember? Where they almost thought they were... They... Oh, yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they went straight down to League Two, didn't they, near enough that year after? And yeah. Obviously, uh, sold a few players and then got bought away by a couple of leagues, didn't they? Bought in a lot of players in League Two, I remember. They did the, the Wolves route, didn't they? Able to get good players in the lower league because of the team they are. I think they spunked a lot of money on it, wasn't they? 
Yeah, yeah, they did. They had they spent a lot of money in League Two. I remember it was kind of like weird. Well, no, it's League stage. One, wasn't League Two, Mark? Uh, sorry, but... yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, League One, that's what I mean. Sorry. Um, yeah, there's a lot of teams. It seemed like it's the thing to do in it because obviously, well, apart from John, <laughs> um, they go down and they come back up. Like Leeds did it, didn't they? And Leeds a long time to get out of that division. It took Forest a long time to get out of that division. Did it take Leeds a couple of years? Yeah. Oh, really? No, they were at League One for like a decade of all. Oh, really? Oh, so yeah, I thought they, they only went down for maybe a year or two and then came back up. Um, oh, okay. And then they were in League One for a while. Oh, right. It being a, like a, a big deal when they went to the Championship and everyone thought they would go up immediately. Yeah. And it took them ages. Right, okay. Okay. Yeah, that, 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 game, that, that chart game against Palace was just oh, so annoying. Because it's just like last 10 minutes when we let that go in. I just remember yeah, it like, so oh, yes, we were safe and out of all the teams <laughs> to send us down as well. Ah, in charge. Yeah. They're, um, <sighs> yeah, so Leeds were in League One for between 2007 2010. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Three yeah. years, okay. Yeah, it might have been two seasons. <laughs> um, oh, yes, yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, but we've um, the the um, chart, I think, they put their, um, their season ticket brochure for the next season with all our players on their pitch being dejected. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it wasn't anything oh. about their accomplishments or anything they'd done. It was just about what the Palace were upset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Definitely upset on that one. So, it's, all... it's crazy. Because <laughs> it was on TV, they did a beanbag. Yeah, so, so I went. I went you to went to the to watch it in the homes now when the, it was on the sc- small screen, the other side of the pitch. Oh, re- oh, god damn! Really? <laughs> and it wasn't the big video we've got now. It's that Simon Jordan it was, one. It was, it was the Simon Jordan smaller one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And did you have to pay for that? Yeah, yeah. It was like a oh, of course, yeah. Simon Jordan, it was like a five or ten or something. But the, the thing was, is that they didn't have enough tickets on the gate. <laughs> they were in the ticket office printing out more tickets. Oh, wow. It was massive. We missed about the first 10 minutes or something because yeah. they were trying to... Or he's trying to get the tickets and stuff. What are you, what are you doing? I'm like, wait a minute. What, what's, go- what's going on? <laughs> and then, yeah, like, some people came back from the, the ticket office and you know, there's no queue that's like buying a ticket from the ticket office. Yeah, yeah. And basically, what the ticket office is just someone just printing out tickets and then <laughs> handing it off to someone else before then running to the home stuff to sell them to people. Yeah. So you had to go to the ticket office to get the tickets and then so did you um, but they could have just put the money in the goal. gate because hmm. um, they scored early didn't they like, and uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what time they scored but yeah I remember they, they scored early so I don't know if you, if you were still outside you might have missed their first goal maybe I don't know no I don't yeah. think yeah, so they scored in the first if he scored in the first minute right and then Freeman got an equaliser in the 58th minute yeah that was a great strike as well I remember that, that brilliant strike uh, AJ got his AJ got penalty. penalty in 21st of the season, wasn't it? Right. Still, we went down with a striker that scored 21 goals in the Premier League. That, that's crazy. Let's <laughs> anyone yeah. score goals. Yeah, well, we, we, scored quite, uh, I realized we scored quite a few goals that year. Um, <laughs> not, not used to scoring goals nowadays, that's the thing. But no, no, Mark, we, we scored a lot of goals. Many goals we let, that we let, in, let in a lot of goals, though, that's the thing. <laughs> no, even that year, we didn't score that many. Because we did. No, 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 no
Oh, if we won, yeah. it was one or two nil. We rarely, I mean, we scored three against Fulham, West Brom. It? West Brom, and then so scored two against, against Tottenham. Them. Scored three, but then and Norwich was a field draw. Mm. And Arsenal, Arsenal was just one minute real arty. Oh no, no, it was one one minute. So yeah, yeah, it was one, yeah. But you see, I mean, like, we, while we did have a couple of games where we did all right, yeah. the majority of the games we were not free scoring. Mm. It was just. I remember because. I remember when Ventola, because um, we had Ventola came in, and obviously massive name coming from Italy, and he was just constantly injured, wasn't he? And, like he scored that that first goal, he got his, his one and only goal, and it was like finally this is it, Ventola's in now. And then I don't think we saw him until I, like, I don't know if he came off the bench in this game or not. I can't remember, but like, yeah, just so strange. Like I wouldn't do that. Gonzalo Serrondo and Ventola, like what? What, Inter Milan and I think they might be both Inter Milan actually weren't they they're both Inter but, but like, he wasn't like an amazing player oh no he was a, he was a known like it's the thing like, I remember like knowing about him from watching like the Italian league and thinking oh he's a quality player like a good you know good player but like obviously he's not a world beater but having signed signed him that season I was like oh sweet we've actually got a good striker that I know of, you know, because we end up getting Torgelli that year as well. And it's like, oh, fucking hell, Torgelli. We only realised retired recently, like in the last couple of years as well, because he was so young with us then, wasn't he? He was like 21 or something. Just a massive hench sent forward though, wasn't he? <laughs> we had, uh, what's the AJ? Because like, we only played one one striker. We had, I think we had AJ, Friedman, uh, Ventola, um, Torgelli and do you remember that that Colombian bloke? Was that Caviedes, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he was there. As well. <laughs> we had five strikers. Don't, don't, forget, don't forget Wayne Andrews as well. <laughs> oh shit, Wayne Andrews. Yeah, bloody hell. I just remember him being just really quick. <laughs> That's and that literally is all it is. And <laughs> was he just was really quick? <laughs> right. So AJ got twenty-one goals. Okay. Yeah. The next top goal scorer got four. That'd be Villarty. Yeah, and then goal scorer got three. Is that Rowledge? No, or Hughes? Michael Hughes? No, oh, Dougie got it. No, Dougie, I think he only scored one. Oh, was it that one goal? Yeah, yeah, oh, because really... he didn't play a lot actually, did he? I remember, right? And I'm surprised not because we got we got rid of Shipley as well, didn't we? <laughs> During the summer, we just played one up front. Yeah. Well, no, it was just we played one up front, so he didn't really get the games. Yeah, yeah. Because effectively, yeah. All we, it was everyone behind the ball, and you'd have Routledge on the wing trying to run mm. a little bit, and then AJ in the middle, and that'll be it. Yeah, yeah. I just realised, like, because I'm reading back on my notes, that it was Jerome Thomas, when it, that sent a free kick in. Obviously, he came to us, <laughs> like, when we came up, didn't we? And then he wasn't, wasn't all that for us when. When we had him, and uh, was it Dowie? I think when we went down, went to Charlton, didn't he? Claim he wants to be closer to his family. Was it? I was like, can't remember. Yeah, he, he gave him an excuse to the children about about wanting to be close to his family. That's it. Yeah, he was doing his exit and all that. Mm, yeah, that was like, team team for that one, obviously. I've written that one down. Uh, Crawley, Butterfield, who came off for Freeman. Freeman came on in the 56th minute. 
which yeah. he scored near enough straight away then. Like, yeah, because he, he, he must have scored near enough straight yeah, away. I yeah, think. you're right. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was like two minutes later. Yeah. I think it was his first touch, I think. Oh, like, really? Oh. Wow. <laughs> Brilliant first touch. I remember it was a quality goal. So uh, we had one size Tony Popovich, Danny Granville, Liggatwood. Oh, I still. Oh, God, Liggatwood. Sake. Who had Tom Saws? Yeah. And. Powell. Oh, Darren Powell, of course it was, yeah. I was thinking, thinking of Powell was, I think I'll just write down our mate's name. <laughs> ben Watson, real art, he didn't even start, he came on the, off the bench. Uh, Michael Hughes, Routledge and Johnson. Okay. But yeah, that's... So the beanbag, the beanbag thing, I can imagine it was a bit stale after it finished. I don't, I don't really remember anything other than it being a pain to get in and it took taken ages. <laughs> yeah, not surprising. with the result, in the end, I remember like, the ball. Go- I remember the, the conceding the goal, and, and that about it. That's all I kind of vaguely remember. It's one of those things where it's, it's so just long ago. Bound sort of thing. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Often, just bad results. Just, just. But the thing is, I think because we were in such a bad position at the start of the game, I didn't think we were going to stay up anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those ones where I think I just I was being pessimistic and like. You know if what? We need help. Great. You know. Yeah, we we need results at, for um, was it Southampton? Not to get any points against Man United, which seemed likely. Yeah. And then um, and we need was it Norwich to not get a result at Fulham? Yeah, yeah. And everyone assumed that all Norwich would win because Fulham had nothing to play for. Yeah. And then Fulham won six nil. <laughs> six. As you do. As you do. <laughs> and it happened really early on because. Both those games were dead rubbers really early. Yeah. So, so no one kind of, yeah, so Sky had the two games that they had those two games and the other two games had no drama, nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, the kind of the most dramatic um, end of final, season. Well, this, yeah, final, final games of the season finishes. Yeah. It's like dramatic all over shop. Like, obviously, they, they, they call it for West Brom the great escape and stuff, which it really was. But they they missed a, a quality chance to put on a show for everyone there. That, you know they could have had like a um, like a like, like a red zone situation as well for both games playing at the same time. It, it flicks through both of them. I think. I think they could quality. show the goals as, as they went in. So I think that the, basically those two other games were just showing the goals. That yeah, that's, that's, I remember actually watching a Sky Sports and they they were showing the goals. Um. Oh, yeah, I couldn't believe it when it was like 10 minutes left and they showed it. I was like, oh, shit. Like, don't tell. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it's a nervous 10-minute wait for something to happen because you're only watching like, Sky Sports News so you don't get the whole game. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, no. Come on, something happened. Something happened, please. <laughs> it's before also having like a, a smartphone with decent internet. <laughs> yeah, because you can keep refreshing. <laughs> So you tell it, oh no, don't even get excited on trying to follow a match on a on a rubbish phone or with rubbish internet. <laughs> yeah. You just keep on pressing the button. Just the refresh, the refresh it, yeah. refreshes, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, that happened 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, so next game is uh, be the Sheffield Wednesday game, date-wise, I think. Yeah, because the people I was promotion season, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So Sheffield Wednesday 2, Palace 2, final game of the season. The Hillsborough Heroes has have been known known to be called everywhere now online. 
Yeah, I think your favourite bit out of that whole game is just Clint Hill at the end, isn't it? I think we touched on this in a few podcasts back, didn't we? Yeah, no, that, that, that was a... I mean, there's a lot of things that, that happened that day, because... Oh, yeah, I, up, <laughs> I, I went up with one of my mates and stuff, and... Yeah, like, so before... So, so it was a bit weird going to Hillsburg, cause, just because... We had a weird... A weird um, kind of emotion by it, wasn't it? Because we had obviously the points deduction. We had Paul Hart um, coming in to, you know, obviously steady the ship and try and make something out of Molehill because players were leaving left, right, and centre. And obviously Moses were leaving. And yeah, the whole kind of administration thing was like destroying us, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, somehow we were able to overcome it because it, it was. It was one of one of the two teams when I saw Sheffield Wednesday were going down, and the result yeah. just had to us. We have to either win or draw. We can't lose. What we could do, we cannot lose. <laughs> like, it, well, it, 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 it even I've come close to the end as well, didn't it? Like for them, nearly scoring another one. There's a couple but, of hairy moments. I remember, I, I remember that. I remember Stan Don missing that. Oh, yeah, sitter to go bloody three two up, wasn't it? Uh, through a goal. Can't believe it! Yeah, I remember their their player that um, scored um, went and kicked the um, advertising ball, didn't he? he? Broke his toe and had to go off. Literally, like just from his celebration, he looked. He literally like celebrated so hard he kicked it and he had to go off because he broke his toe. He had to be stretched off. And there's, there's like you look at the rest of the team, they're thinking, "Why did you do that? <laughs> we need to have as much firepower as we can." <laughs> Oh, what was his name? What was that guy's name? Um, is it Leon Clark? Wasn't it, I think Leon Clark. Fifth minute for Swords. Mm. Oh yeah, it's because Tom Swords was playing from Wednesday that game, wasn't he? <laughs> so strange. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to see that, and then you had great goal by Darren Ambrose. Like, yeah. was it passed by uh, Scannell? I think, wasn't it? Sixty yeah, like, yeah, a habit of scoring those. Yeah, yeah. Sean Scannell, though, at the time, like, I think that was he was at, probably at the time having one of his best seasons because he was getting so much chance, chances at, at, at that time as well. Like, so cool for him to get that kind of assist. But then I think he went at the end of the season, I think. Or was the no, season he, after? The season after that, he left. The season after. Then he went, he went to what, Huddersfield and he was there for a long time, Huddersfield, wasn't he? Yeah. And he used to go to the odd Palace game, so if we were up north, he, would, he wasn't really he'd inside. Or something. Yeah, he'd often be in the crowd. Yeah, that's, that's good. Like, nice to see as well, isn't it? Like, former players, obviously, still supporters of the club if they come, like, from the academy and they're from the area. It's good to wear seeing it. Yeah. So the, goal, like, the goals for that, though, because I remember we went 1 0 up, uh, and Lee, wasn't it? Bullet header. Like is is noggin as he like bullet headers everything headers everything and elbows everything and everything. <laughs> and then they got their goal scorer just before half time got his goal and broke his toe. And Darren Ambrose, I I was in the pub actually at the time, and um, I remember it was me. <laughs> It was there was other games on the TV at the time, like in the pub. But there was, there was one one TV that had the Palace Sheffield Wednesday game, and then there was two other TVs with Sankey else on. It was a real, it's on BBC, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
And then the other two, the other two games were like I think Chelsea or Man United or whatever because no, everyone else was focusing on that. And I was I was the only one focusing on that game. And then obviously we scored and I've obviously gone crazy. And then it, by the end of the match and the last like, you know, half hour left, everyone was watching the Palace Sheffield United Sheffield Wednesday game. It's so weird. Everyone was like really getting into that game. I, I, know, I think a guy like a couple a couple of guys in one of the bar bought me a drink because it was just like so nervy. <laughs> it's like, here's a drink, mate. There you go. Sweet. Cheers. Thanks. <laughs> so free alcohol. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Then they got last minute goal near enough, and they last couple minute goal. It's like it's fucking shit everything up that. Yeah, and then yeah, obviously the pitch evasion. Yeah, I thought it ended up. I ended up so, getting hit by a coin. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, <laughs> hit by a coin. Oh wow! Because they're chucking stuff at us and it's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know you got hit by going for that actually. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Because then, then I was like, okay, well, I just, just, just want to back off a bit. So I wanted to try and get, get to the back of the stand. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, so we just try and go up to the um, the upper tier. Yeah. The, the two, 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 the game well, finished. no, because we, we we just we we kind of um, we tried to sneak up there, and the steward was like, "No, you go, just just leave, just leave, sort of thing." Yeah, yeah, he's like, "No, no, just leave, just, just no, it's can't not go time there, to can't stay go. there, just go." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so everyone else was telling, "That's a bad idea, leaving then." <laughs> well, yeah, they're they're streaming out at the same time as everything's yeah, going on the pitch. They've gone down, so everyone's a bit pissed off anyway. Like, I think they were a bit annoyed because. Because we kind of started the pitch invasion, yeah. Because th- th- their one was kind of a response to our pitch invasion, so it yeah, wasn't like... yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, that's... our fans invaded the pitch. And then... They they and came then... on with and... their thousands. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so we respected the fact they had thousands and, and withdrew t- towards withdrew our to bit. Back to our we were still like... on the pitch, though. So a lot of our fans on the pitch, but there's like a, a line of police between yeah. the two groups. Yeah, yeah, we've been and... on the police and. <laughs> Like, I'm clearly not far enough back to get hit in the head by a coin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it hurt. <laughs> no, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that just being hit by a coin in the like, school playground got me just underneath the eye. And I like, fucking miles away. It's because I wasn't at the front of the stand. Like, I was a good point. Ten rows back. Ten seats up. Ten seats up. Yeah. <laughs> so many got hit. Out of all the people, it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got a big target. I mean, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Do you think you like? Between, I've got written down here like before that game. Sheffield Wednesday only won one of the previous eleven games, and like, and you fucking got a win against us for that one. <laughs> all right, so any other, anything else you want to talk about? Oh. No, it's just going to move on to the next one, and it's the the Peterborough game. Yeah, yeah, that was. uh, Well, we hadn't bloody won for ages. I remember, have we? Like crappy um... patch, didn't we? Of all that, it was just like all season. We was up there, like Dougie Freeman started off that season for us, and it was starting really well. And then he decided 
I'm gonna go to Bolton. Like, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Thanks, mate. See you later. And then it, it kind of it was weird because we didn't win much at all, did we? No, to be fair, we did win a decent amount of holiday. The problem was we he wanted to change the style of play mm. and we just had a lot of we had like a bad run. Yeah. After yeah. March. So so it kind of it hit we hit March. We kind of we got beaten badly by Brighton. Yeah. And got badly beaten by Birmingham and then it kind of just that was our next win was yeah. in May. Yeah. So, so, so March and March we only won two games and in April we didn't win any games. Yeah, you know what the championship's yeah. like you just have game after game, game after, after game. game after yeah, game. So especially towards the end of the season as well. Like yeah. and I think because like Peterborough came in with some form, didn't they? As well. Uh what did I write? I remember reading that. What was it? Oh yeah, it was their second defeat in thirteen games. Because they were, like, everyone thought they were they were already relegated, I think, a couple weeks beforehand and, yeah. and then it just kind of they were yeah. just about hanging on at that point. So I remember going to that game and just thinking, like, oh, this. I mean, we got to get this. Like, we just got to get it because number one is a team that's, you know, like on the on the verge of possibly going down, but are on really good form at the time. And we're like all season being in the playoff zone, like, and we just just need that them points. Just give us the damn points. Just like and because even I think we was even struggling to score as well, wasn't we at that point? Like in the games, and it's yeah. Just like, so it's the week before it was a nil-nil draw against Millwall, which was awful. Uh, yeah, awful. Yeah, it was just nothing really happened. Mm. Like, but literally nothing happened. I just remember being like, <laughs> <laughs> just nothing. The game just, 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 just yeah. I, I think Ward had one good clearance, and that, yeah. that was that was the one. I was sorry about the game. It was a bit weird. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like just getting that, and I remember like seeing a, a video the the club put up the other week, and just remember seeing the like, Holloway's face after finally scoring that one goal. He just literally looked round. At, I'm assuming he looked into the stand, like towards Steve Harris or whoever, because he Andrews is like, yeah, finally, yeah, threw his water bottle on the ground, like, yeah, fucking finally. <laughs> like, it's a good thing with like with Holloway. At least you know he, he had some emotion. When it comes to like you know scoring goals and that you know, yeah, it's it good to see. He's a bit fun as well in his interviews, doesn't he? So yeah, he's an, he's an amusing bloke. Yeah, yeah. But it's just uh, in the pub beforehand. I think Ed was moaning that he didn't know any of the players from Peterborough, <laughs> yeah. and I pointed out two of the players, and it's the two players that scored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, well, like, he's good, and he's good. Because uh, okay. <laughs> Dwight Gale was um, playing for them, wasn't he? And then that was the year after we signed him. He only just got there as well. He was yeah, there kind of. He wasn't there long, was he? No. No, he was there. With... Oh, what was the. People went through that stage, weren't they? They're, they're bringing through really good, like, young strikers and then selling them on within, like, a year or so, wasn't it? The main one that happened before that, um, three initials, CMS, was it? Oh, Craig Michael Smith. Yes. Yeah. He was, he was the replacement of him, wasn't he? Yeah. Because basically, yeah. Brighton spent. Spent quite a bit yeah. on it, I think, in the end, didn't they? Yeah. And they, they, and they had Jordan the Rhodes as well, didn't they? I think it was Jordan Rhodes before that. And then Blackburn spent something like eight million on him, which was like crazy money for, you know, uh, yeah, a right. striker in the championship at the time. <laughs> it's quite like going to Peter, bro. It's, it's a fun away day. Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember you saying it was it was fun there. Like I saw the seen all the videos online of the Peterborough away day and always looks really cool. I just feel like um, what's the I, I bumped into more in there. There was someone on the high street trying to convert people to more. Is it Mormonism? Oh, so Mormons. Mormons. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just yeah. more. Yeah, Mormonism in the UK. Sure. Yeah, that's strange. <laughs> what? Like, I mean, they're obviously there, but you just don't notice it. Maybe religion is not really like a thing. Like, they think that this, the third coming of Jesus has happened, and it happened in the United States. <laughs> Everything happens in the United States. Do you not know that? <laughs> It's all, always like there's always UFOs, you know. <laughs> there's always yeah, everything. <laughs> and then like things like at one point I was walking the street like after the game I was walking through the street in Peterborough, and like these kids on a bus started swearing at us. I found the, the funniest things like my dad's an old RAP and I'm walking along. <laughs> <laughs> like not really. Vicious targets. <laughs> it's like, what, what are you expecting us to do? Like, chase you down? Yeah, exactly. You're already on a bus. <laughs> Just run after the bus, yeah, exactly. <laughs> remember, the, the, I remember being on the bus before, like, the kids were just doing that out the window and see all these angry people just as they're going past. It's like, like they're just being dickheads. <laughs> you can't do nothing. The bus has gone past you. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? It'd be this one day, one person would run after him and get him. <laughs> sort of run for the next stop and stuff. <laughs> so you like goal scorers for that one. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, Lee Tomlin and Mendes Lang for Peterborough. Yeah. Yeah, and ours was, uh, was it Jenak 89th minute? Uh, Murray and Phillips. Oh yeah, Kevin Phillips that year. Quality for us. We obviously, got the winning penalty from that, and obviously that that three-two victory got us uh, into the playoffs. And well, Brighton all know what happened there, didn't they? How they charged well, for if, Murray if to. Yeah, there's an Amazon documentary coming out soon. There is, yeah. I can't wait for that actually. Like, but there's also going to be a six-part documentary. Um, I don't know if you saw. Um, yeah, the, the channel four one. After. Yeah, channel yeah, but, four one. Do you know what I find really funny about that? Hmm. Is that do you remember they Channel Four have done this before? Oh, they with what with, with Palace with, or with Palace, yeah. And it was. Do you remember that Wayne Mountledge was on it? And it was all um... about the youth team. Oh and yes, it, yeah, I do. Remember and like his yeah, yeah. mum and stuff were taking to all the games, and yeah. uh, I almost had like a whole episode on him. I think. Yeah, it was like a, a youth team uh, eye view sort of thing. Like to yeah, people yeah. through the, what what happens as a young player or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's like a kind of off on the wall documentary, and it was at Palace. And it was on Channel Four. Yeah, I wonder if we got like someone in there that supports Palace or something, like one of the main head honchos or something. It's just, it's just a bit random, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> like, random. I yeah, I don't know many Channel Four documentaries. <laughs> no, I don't. about about football. No, that's the thing. I, I don't watch them either. That's the thing. Like, but now because it's about Palace, I definitely will. <laughs> but yeah, like, but yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to the the Amazon one, like. But now with this new one, I'm looking forward to that probably more because the Amazon one, we obviously we know what happens. It's just gonna be good to watch it back and be quality. But like this one, to see all like the background of uh, whatever's happening in Palace at this moment in time, and who knows what it's gonna be about, like apart from. Like, are they going to do another youth thing, like you said, maybe? Because 
<laughs> they've done round this one. Yeah, so about the new academy or something, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, well, it's about the, about the youth team. So it is about the, the under-21s and the under-18s and it stuff. should be good to watch as well, because especially the way they're going at the moment. I mean, they're still waiting on Fulham to play well their last game, are they? Yeah, that's tomorrow at 11. <sighs> Who are they playing? Anyone? Chelsea. Oh, common. No, I can't support Chelsea. But I want Chelsea <laughs> to win that game. Say. <laughs> I, mean, can, I think we can get away with a draw. Yes, yeah, I think if I'm right, we can get away with a draw because it was six points if we won that last game of the season. We did. So, yeah, I think we can get away with a draw because it would draw level, but it would go down on goal difference unless it goes down by what was the result. <laughs> I, I, I blame your connection. <laughs> it might have been, possibly. I mean, I've had problems in LA. That was a bit strange. Um, yeah, I can't remember. What was you saying? Um, if you want to laugh, have a look at the North Fan. Was it the um, North Stand chat, which is Brighton's forum, oh, for that Palace, the Amazon Palace documentary? Oh, really? They're so salty about it. It's brilliant. <laughs> the Amazon one, though, that was, that was the... Uh, Made by that Daniel, not Daniel, was it? It's um, Mola, Mola Media, wasn't it? Uh, which I think I've seen. Obviously, there's going to be more bits into it. Um, because the, they've had our media team working on the stuff, so there's going to be up to date interviews probably and stuff like that, which would be cool. But I saw the, the one because he put it, he released it on YouTube because it wasn't end up being released for some reason, well, which is still strange why it never got released. It would be interesting to see what, what, whether or not they actually talk about it in the documentary about. What's I heard a rumor at one point that there was something about that there wasn't the right paperwork or something because you've got to get a lot of people to, to, to sign disclaimers before you can actually do it and stuff, right? Okay, otherwise, you have to blur people's faces and things, you've got to get a lot of permissions and things. So, I'm not sure oh, whether really? or not that was something or whether or not that's just a rubbish rumor because you know what people are like, people just randomly say things, yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah, <laughs> yeah, people that are in the know but they really don't know, fuck all. Well, just like us, really. <laughs> Basically, yeah. People that chat on podcasts. <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, all right. That's 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 it. Unless I don't think we've got any more. I think we just did the four, wasn't it? Yes, nice. that was the last recent game. memories. Yeah, that's all the well, last we, games. We haven't that's actually it. we haven't needed a result on the last day of the season since. Not for a while. No, no. Or since Peterborough. Peterborough last one since and that's nine years ago now. Or, yeah, nine years ago, yeah. Nearly ten. Yeah. So it's safe with a couple of games to go. I think that the closest I think we had was that one year against West Brom. I think it was the second to last game we had. To, actually, no, to be fair, um, four years ago we had to, to, on the second last game, we had to beat Hull to be sure. Right. Oh, the the one we won 4 nil. Yeah. Right. Because we were a bit panicky about that one. Mm. That's Big Sam's, uh, Big Sam. Like taking over the reins, he actually made a team survive. Couldn't do it this year. Um, that's, the, that's the first time he's got relegated, and he's been a manager for a long time. So he's not... been a manager a long time. It's very true. Yeah, and he's, he's taken care of a couple of unfancy teams. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, still a weird one now. He just left during the summer. Because <laughs> I thought, like, thought he was going to stay there for at least another year or so. But clearly, saying happened. Yeah, like, you're you not of... no money this year. Oh, see you later. <laughs> I don't think it was quite that. I think that the time he, he kind of he said he wanted to retire or have a break for a while. Have a break, you know. Well, I think because it, it was 
Yeah, I'm going to talk about that, actually. <laughs> what do you mean, Mark? Sorry, I just said some Chris. I realised how loud they are. Really loud. Apparently, you know, since I got home from work, so. But now, yeah, I saw that there. It's just like, okay, well, no, I won't have no more. But yeah, cool. okay. Um, should we take a break then? Yeah, let's take a break. And, and, uh, I'll, I'll let you eat your crisps. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, I'll, I'll be only a couple of minutes, and then we come back and we talk about the cost of relegation. Yeah, let's go. All right, see you in a, in a bit. For the love of Paris, uh, so this part we're talking about cost of relegation. Um, yeah, I actually deleted stuff of what I had for this, so I'm gonna wing it. <laughs> Don't mind, because this is mainly it's my section, more numbers, your kind of section, anyway, isn't it? So, well, yeah, just because it's one of those things where I just thought, you know what, with us kind of probably going a different route and people talking about whether or not, um, effectively. Having fully in charge, one of the arguments they always mention is that it means that you're safe from relegation. Yeah. So I thought let's talk about the consequences of relegation and try and work out whether or not. Yeah. Just how how big a deal how it is. How bad it could be. How, yeah. The championship is a dif- different beast from what it was nine years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely a much harder league now. As well. How much money behind There's it? A lot of money coming through, like teams now. Well, look, I mean, look at Derby. I mean, they've last, what, three three years or so, they've been playoff contenders. And then suddenly this year, and they've spent a lot of money again, <laughs> nearly got, nearly went down. <laughs> they actually spent a lot of money this year because I thought that, that the money ran out, basically, and they were just kind of... Oh, really? Oh, so I, I thought they spent the money again, and that's why it ran out. No, well, because effectively, they, they, were, they were doing as many tricks as they could. So the tricks like the amortisation... I think that they were doing where they were, they weren't treating players as as well, um, pros, sort of thing. No, not as so. Refer to so players, so players on the balance sheets of football clubs are treated as it's more like tangible um, fixed assets, basically. Like, okay, yeah, just like objects more than. Well, no, no, no but the point was the way they were treating them was stock, right? And the way you kind of. The way you kind of um, whittle the cost down on stock is different from the way you whittle on the cost on an, on an asset. So it's the fixed, so an intangible fixed asset. You kind of spread the cost evenly over a couple of years, or you, there's other methods, but but, but but there's you kind of you're getting the cost down over a couple of seasons. The thing with stock is you kind of say that actually, you know what? It's probably his price has probably gone down five million this year. We're going to reduce it by this amount. We're, it kind of the, the the price of the of the player on your balance sheet only slowly goes down rather than kind of going to like um chunks right okay so really what they were they were doing was they were, they were passing the problems on to future years yeah and they're like you know what we're just going to spend as much money as we can as we physically can as much money as we can get up to the Premier League and then deal with it when we got the money sort of thing is it or basically in the Premier League doesn't matter anymore. So yeah, you yeah. get so much money going up as well, and well, the problem is though is that staying up. I think that's that's the hard point if you're doing that because if you go down, then you got all this extra funds from new players as well. And but sometimes that it doesn't matter so much because the money is so much. Because 
often these clubs aren't run as businesses at that point. You're, you're running it as a as a hobby, as a big gamble, as a yeah, a, yeah. It's a vanity project at that point normally. That's true. Yeah, doing that is vanity project. It's not a serious business that they're just chucking money at it just for fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what's the, what's their owner like though? Is he is he just is he the problem for that, or is it more like it's it's now a joint kind of business thing they've been kind of trying to plan for a while? The, he's leaving, but I don't know whether right. or not they're not going into administration. I don't think. Oh, right. Okay. I don't think there's a new ownership coming. But for yeah. I'm not sure whether or not they went into administration or not. Right. Okay. They did. I think. I think that it's just to try and sell them. Right. Because well, it wasn't Sheffield Wednesday in administration, weren't they? Yeah, and they and also had other they got dot that, points, didn't they, as well? Yeah, for something else as well. Right, yeah. It's been the last couple of years, basically, isn't it? Like, it's been, say, with them. Yeah, and then them and Derby kind of have a, a, a thing of both being on the, the Football League's naughty step. Right, right. So at the moment, it's still like the... Derby still might have points deducted after this season. Oh, really? Oh, okay. That's why I was talking about the amortisation thing. Because yeah. the Football League, that actually isn't... The Football League doesn't like that they're doing this. Yeah, of course. It. Yeah, they're bre- they're breaking the rules, but they're not breaking the rules. But they're doing they're bend bend the rules, bend bending the rules, should I say? Right. Yeah, it's kind of a big legal argument going on about whether or not you're allowed to treat the players as stock rather than treating them on the books as as, as um yeah. Right. Okay. As intangible tax assets, so it's kind of one of those things where. There's a big legal battle going on in the background. Yeah, it's probably it's probably not feasible coming off the points total this year. So there's probably going to be a point deduction next year. But yeah, who knows? Right. And for the teams that go down um, from the Premier League, do they st- they still do parachute payments? Don't they? They do parachute payments. But I didn't realize how little the parachute payments are relative to the amount of money that they get. So, for example, so we're going to look at Stoke and Swansea. Yeah. The Stoke are the kind of... So they're owned by Bet365 com- as a company. And, oh, and they just like oh, Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it's specifically the company that owns them, not the family that runs the company. It's right. the company that owns them. And they're quite happy because it, 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 Bet365 aren't a public trans-traded company or anything like that. They're quite yeah. happy to spend money on them. It's a fun thing for them. Right, because I, I thought I thought that was just their sponsor. I didn't realise it was their owners as well. <laughs> yeah, they're the owners as well. Okay, okay. And yeah, generally speaking, they're checking out a lot. Of... Well, I can imagine they got a lot of money in there. Going, it's like a billion dollar empire that in the betting world. Yeah, yeah, they are. And the um, the CEO is one of the highest paid CEOs. I think. Oh really? Yeah, wow. they're, they're, they're. I suppose they can afford it. <laughs> Oh. I probably should have researched that beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that it was on one of the lists of who's made the most money in the last year. So, oh, and he's uh, he was up there. So sort of, yeah. she. Oh, she. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, that's right. one. Yeah. And then yeah, so so the other one was kind of captain sensible in Swansea. Yeah. They both got relegated at the same time. Yeah. And they both the amount of money they were making is very similar to what Palace was making. Yeah. At that time. So effectively, they were kind of the turnovers. The amount of money they were bringing in was both kind of like Stoke was was 127 million, 
then Swansea was 126 million. Yeah, and that was that was but, what they was making money. That was what they making in the Premier League. In the Premier League, right? Yeah. So the yeah. last season in the Premier League, I think Palace that year made 150. Yeah. Turnover wise, but that was the main reason why we made that much more was because we're that much higher up the league. Yeah. So done by position, isn't it? Is it two two million pounders position or something extra? And it's like a one and a half million per game on TV. Yeah. Yeah, on UK TV. Yeah. So effectively, so that's what. So financially, otherwise, Palace are pretty much the same as them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, in terms of money coming in. Yeah. And effectively, both of those kind of um, in the Premier League, they were both kind of similar on wages as well. So wages are the main cost, generally. Yeah. So they're yeah. kind of like ninety-four million at Stoke and ninety billion at Swansea. Yeah. They're kind of they're hovering around where UEFA likes teams to be. So they so Stoke was uh, wages as a potential turnover is always something that people look at. And if you were kind of in the seventy percentage, that's kind of where UEFA thinks you're, you're doing okay. You're not kind of over stressing yourself. No, you're doing it, yeah, yeah. And then effectively, yeah. So with um, so when they went down, hmm. they managed like Swansea managed a half the wave bill. Oh wow. Did they have a lot of loans that season, or no? I'm trying to think. Quite half their wage bill, but it was, it was pretty close. Yeah, so I, I was looking at them calling there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's from ninety million down to forty-eight. Right. Wow. And well, obviously, we we took Jordan AU off them, um, yeah. and that would have been a loan. Since that, that would have been a loan, so they got money for the loan, and I'm assuming what we must have been paying his wages hundred percent then. As well, then. So, because we're, we're a bigger club. But you never really know those bills. Mm. Yeah. Depends how much I suppose we loaned him for. We might have got him on a cheap loan, but we paid for his whole wage packet. Yeah. And, and the sponsors were just desperate to get rid of wages. Yeah. yeah. So, they, they weren't necessarily cared. They were just like, yeah. just, just get the just wages. Just get him off the books, sort of thing. It's like, yeah. Because you've got to remember, like, so the, the amount of money that they had as revenue after the Premier League. Yeah. Was, was sixty-eight million. So if they didn't cut cut the wage bill, mm. they would have just from wages they would have lost like was it twenty million? They would have lost twenty million quid just from wages. Yeah. Wow, just from wages, just 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 take the, take the turnover minus the wages. That would have been twenty. Yeah. So that's how much you kind of have to cut things. Yeah. Yeah. Because even with parachute payments, you're, the the amount of money they were bringing in through TV went from 104 million down to 51. Right. Wow. So yeah, I can I can assume I'm assuming the the parachute payment structures changed because it was saying like you would pay it for what f- three years I think wasn't it? So it's still three years, but but the the, the last year is is a little bit lower effectively. Yeah. Yeah. But how how much did they give you for the, say the first year? Like, was it so, so for both of them? Because effectively, so this is including the money they get from the championship. But they both brought in so Stoke and in the championship. It doesn't matter where you finish; you get the same amount of money from TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they both brought in fifty-one million. Right. Okay. Okay. And so, uh, so it's halving. It's basically halving the amount of money you get from TV. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and do you, do you think because obviously all the championship games nowadays as well, 
they're they're all being um, put on TB as well. Well, the money I'm looking at is not COVID season. So COVID might change things a bit because you're not getting any money from Gate, but you aren't getting pay per view money. Oh no, but I thought um, on Sky and, and uh, yeah, I think it's just Sky. I thought Sky even before COVID was putting all the championship games, but on Red Button as well. Only on Tuesday nights, and that's part of the normal oh, TV deal. Right, okay, Tuesday nights. Right, okay. Yes, yeah, only on Tuesday and Wednesday nights, and there was a lot of confusion this year because of the way that Sky basically said it's for all midweek games. Yeah. So each year there should be X number. This is I don't know eight number eight weeks of midweek games. Yeah. But this year, because of um, the season being shorter, they had to move one of the Saturdays to midweek. Right. Okay. And that week, they didn't show all the games live on the red button. Oh, right. So all the, so all the people <laughs> that are fans of teams in the championship are like, expected what? to watch it. Sort of yes. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Like, 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 wait a minute. What's it on the red button? Yeah, yeah. What's going well, on? Why did you move it? <laughs> so, why did you dot the way out? <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> That's a bit of a surprise. Because <laughs> you'd think, obviously... That obviously a big chunk of their money, TV wise, is coming from the mid game, midweek games because they they probably play three or four games over the weekend, wouldn't they as well? But... You remember like how how little um, teams get. So why? Mm. So generally speaking, so for um, well, compared to Premier League, yeah, definitely. Be... Yeah, well, no, so it's seven, seven. So I looked at the same point in time. I looked at Reading's accounts. Yeah, for that, for that same season, and the amount of money they brought in from. Um, from TV was 7.9 million. Oh, right. Okay. So you compare that to the teams that got parachute payment. One's got 50 million, one's got 7.9. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And, and their overall turnover for, for, for Reading was 21 million. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So like ne- nearly half was, for them is TV money, really. Nearly. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit less. But because if, remember when Newcastle went down to the, to the championship? They were literally on TV every week. Like, the maximum amount of time it, it could be on TV that it would work would be on TV. Yeah, it was it was on week like every week near enough Newcastle, and they, so they would have got a hell of a lot more money than any other team in the league. Uh, well, I, so I think when they've talked about it before, I remember Steve Parrish when he mentioned during an interview. Yeah, was that he got a little? You get an extra payment from Sky if you're on Sky or in the Championship at that point in time. Yeah, but he said actually, it hurt your gate receipts. And, oh, and actually, fact, he didn't make it. Watch it at home. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was hard to sell tickets. So he said, that, generally speaking, it wouldn't make a difference if you were or weren't on Sky kind of thing. It was kind of more of a, a payment to make sure that you're not losing out by being on Sky. Yeah, yeah. I think that's 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 a, yeah. I didn't actually think that would come into. Uh, I didn't I didn't think of that as being a problem actually because you got to think like if if you're going down from the Premier League to the Championship you're going to lose some fans anyway, and then if you're going to be playing say I don't know I'm not sure but he's in the Championship now say Barnsley you'd rather watch it at home than go to the gate game sometimes like because you're just like oh you know I'm, if I got the opportunity to watch it on TV I can or I'd rather go to the game I mean, personally I'd rather go to the game but there's going to be people out there be like, well, it's on TV now, I'll just no, stay and watch it at home. The thing is, is often people got budgets and stuff, so you're looking at it from the point of view of, right, I can watch that game on telly anyway. Yeah. So I won't go to that one, but I'll go to the game that's not broadcast And you're only telly. paying for the 
the the privilege to have it on your TV anyway. Well, like for sure. Sky or whatever, I think. So you're only paying for Sky. If you go anyway. to a pub or something, then you're paying for drinks there. And yeah, things. yeah, that's true. Yeah, pub you're watching it. Yeah, it's probably spending the same on drinks that you would <laughs> on the ticket. Not quite. <laughs> uh, sometimes. <laughs> oh, you, you're drinking a lot of drinks within two hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but you remember, like, go, you go, say, remember, uh, like, obviously, going to the pub and starting at 12 o'clock game and not leaving until, like, the 8, eight o'clock game's finished at, that night. And you just think, like, you're having, say, you know, a drink or two an hour. <laughs> so, end up, it does jump up price-wise. <laughs> yeah, but if you're looking for the let's just say... You go to a rubbish pub and it's like four quid a pint. Yeah, yeah. If it's, so if it's about it's, 40, 40 t- four pound of tickets, you're looking at ten pints. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you can if you're spacing it out. No, you got to eat obviously at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you'd also, if you're going to the game, you'd still bought, buying, bought some pints. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, you probably bought three or four, and you, you had the drinks beforehand. Yes, yeah, so, so it's ten extra around, pints yeah. to catch up cost wise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's probably need about fifteen pints altogether, product like yeah. value wise. Yeah, it's very true. It is very true. Yeah, so let's kind of get back on track with Stoke. Yeah, sorry, how, yeah. the, <laughs> how their strategy kind of was very different from um, Swansea's effectively. Mm. So what they ended up then doing was like, right, we don't want to be in this division. We're just going to spend money. Yeah, they sold players. To be fair, they could sell quite a few players there. But, I mean, they sold Shakuri and who's the other one? There's a couple of. Um, Shawcross, was it? Oh, no, the Shawcross stayed there, I think, didn't he? Oh, did he retire? No, no, he's playing in America at the moment for um, okay. uh, Phil Neville's team. Uh, Phil Neville, David Beckham's team. The Miami team. That's yeah. it, Miami, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they got rid of Shakuri and he would have been. Did he go straight to Liverpool from Stoke? Yeah, yeah. So I was talking about it kind of being about 10, 15 years. Like yeah. Because I remember he, him going down, he made a big fuss about it, didn't he? And it might be cheaper than that, to be honest, in the end. The thing, so, so, effectively, when they were, so that season, one thing to also to mention actually about this is um, when the team goes down, yeah, in the Premier League, you are allowed to make a lot more losses than the championship. Right, yeah, of course. So, so any kind of calls you're holding on your balance sheet, you want to try and get rid of them. And any kind of, um, the other way that you can kind of make it so you'll lose more money in the Premier League is, um, is impairment. And to be fair, you probably need to impair your play. So what happens is that what the rules are when it comes down to the players on the balance sheet, the kind of the intangible fixed assets, is that it's the lower of how much money you've got left to, to put to the PL or how much that they're realistically worth on the market. Yeah. And effectively what you can say is actually we've we've been relegated. I don't think we can get this player here. We've start, we bought him for um thirty million on a three year contract, ten year ten million comes off each year. Yeah. And goes to the PL. So they take the hit ten million each year. Mm. And after the first league, we can get relegated. Oh, I don't think we can get 20 million for him now. Yeah. I think we can only get 5 million for him. Right. At which point, you have to then say, you know what, 15 million just goes straight to the PL as impairment. Right. It's basically saying, like, look, you know, because we can only, it's the fair way of showing what's left on our balance sheet effectively. Right. Okay. Because you can't say that, that um, a player that's worth 5 million 
should have 20 million left on his on, on your balance sheet. It looks a bit silly, you know? Yeah, yeah. She's never going to get that money back. Yeah. Especially when things that happens with, with these kind of players is that when you announce this to the world, when you kind of put this, your statutory accounts go on online and becomes public record. People mm. won't know the individual values per players, but it's it, it it doesn't necessarily look good if you've got loads of money on your balance sheet for, for these, and people know you know what you're desperately trying to sell players in January. Yeah, yeah, and you've got these kind of high inflated values for them on your balance sheet. Well, that's the thing as well, now because if if a team that's gone down um, has all these players that say they, they you know they they was worth X amount in the Premier League and they're not doing great in, say, in the Championship, then, you know, they're going to want to try and January comes around. Say say they've got no chance of getting into the playoffs, you know, they're 14th, 15th division. They've got no chance so they need to really get rid of these players now. I mean, it's going to be a, a big loss just from that, isn't it? Because you either take the hit and say, right, we'll loan you out, you know, and possibly get money by the end of it or we need the money now so we'll take a hit on just getting barely anything for you just because it's better in the long run for us and we can't afford you next year sort of thing yes because what we're looking at here is kind of the P&L side and that's what I'm kind of saying with the impairment thing is that what they're doing is that they're kind of having the bad news while yeah. they're in a league that lets you have bigger losses so the Premier League will let you have more losses than the Championship would yeah yeah, the football league that you have. So what so, about um? So, so in the year when they got relegated, they had a loss of thirty-two million. Right. Okay. And a big chunk of that was, I mean, twenty-nine million of it was. So they would have only made a small loss. Yeah. If it wasn't for impairment. Right. Okay. Oh, and right. Then, okay. And yeah. then the, the next year, they went. They went down, didn't they? To League One, didn't they? In the oh, year after. The, no, they're still in the Championship. Oh, did it? Uh, they yeah. always been yeah. in the championship? Oh, I thought they went down Stoke. No, 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 Stoke is still in the championship. But that that year, so so the year they got relegated, they spent twenty one million on purchases. Okay, yeah. The year in the championship, sixty seven million on tra- purchases. Oh, really? Bloody hell! Seven million. Sixty seven million. That's a hell of a lot of money. Yes. Right, for, especially for championship. I mean, you think that just even. But now happening, say in the Premier League, with some Premier League play, uh, teams not even doing that. Palace, Palace, we, we don't spend that kind of money. We haven't done that in what three years, basically four years, nearly since under Big Roy. We've, we've never given them that kind of money. Yeah, I think under, I think Roy's only spent most probably of um, on Ezzy, Really, the rest of it's been um, well, not that much yeah. money. <laughs> I mean, who, who the hell did they buy? Did they just change their whole team? Well, you can't have to because because while they did spend that money, they didn't spend that money on wages, right? So, so the wages went from ninety four million down to fifty six million. Yeah, so that went down by forty percent. Right. Okay. What they did do is they spent the money on transfer fees. Yeah, and the players that they got because they did get some good players, but they're they're expensive players. So they got Tom Ince, Sam Vokes. Oh, they got Tom Ince. Okay. Um, ben Phobi from Wolves. Oh yeah, uh, Ben Benick Benick Phobi or something like that. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. But then there was um, yeah, a couple of other players. I have no idea. Oh, James McLean as well. Oh okay, yeah. Oh. Everyone's favourite. 
Um, I don't mind, to be honest. <laughs> but generally speaking, like, yeah, so, so there's a lot of, of players that they brought in. So I think, excluding loans, I think they, they brought in 12 players, but they they got rid of 19 players. Wow, okay. So they did have a big clear out then. Yeah, you, you've got to get rid of as many players as you can. Because yeah. the, the wages they're on. Cause the average wage of a Premier League player is about 50k a week. Yeah. yeah. And then the average wage of a Championship player is about 30k a week. And at the time, like Stoke had been in the Premier League, what, a good 10 years as well, hadn't they? Yeah, so, they have been there for a long time. You know, they probably, they probably had a lot of money in a lot of different players from, you know, especially like the Shawcrosses that have been there for near enough that whole time would have been on the big chunk of wage because he's their captain as well and, you know, he's not going to want a worse off contract every year. But yeah. So, like, even Shakiri, when Shakiri's there, he, he would have been paid a hell of a lot, you know, getting from what, I think, Bayern Munich, wouldn't it, as I'm saying? It would have been Bayern Munich at that point in time. Mm. And then, was, did they get rid of him that, that summer or did he spend six months in... Uh, the championship. No, no, he he, he went straight away to Liverpool. He went straight away. Happy. I think well, there was a, a release clause. I think. Oh, re- oh, relegation release clause. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're quite happy to get rid of his wages. Yeah. The other thing is Stoke for the pottery. Right, because obviously there are a lot of teams lately. Um, well, I say lately, but recently, like Fulham and stuff. Obviously, this year Fulham's got in, got in a lot of loans. But I remember when they went down a couple of years back, they sent a lot of their players they had on loan like yeah. to other teams so then it gets them off the wage bill yes it's, it's very important to just get players off the wage bill as soon as you yeah. can because yeah. you really want to be kind of reducing the, that wage bill because effectively as you said your revenue go even with parachute payments that are there to help you yeah the money just goes down so quickly you've got to kind of yeah so yeah, now remember then because as soon as because they went up near straight away, didn't they? I think they went up. I think they went yeah, up straight away. They, they, they then got of... the players back, and then that was it. They already had the players ready for the Premier League already. Unlike this season, where they've I don't didn't they didn't do that, and they've been out. To, they've had loaned in players instead, haven't they? Well, I think the problem is right now is it's COVID effectively. So, yes, so money yeah, wise, everyone's messed up, and, and they, they didn't have went... a lot of time either from the playoff final, did they, to get sort to get ready? Yeah, so it needs must. Let's get some players in and see what sticks. Yeah, yeah, it's quite handy for for promoted teams to have loan players because it means you can get a better, a better quality of player, but at the same time, yeah. if everything goes wrong, you don't have to pay the wage next year. Yeah, you just they're already gone back to the clubs after yeah. that. Yeah, you don't have to worry about them. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, you have to worry about it. They've got their wages are now back at the, the the parent club. Yes. And you're fine. Yeah, that's true, yeah. So it's a, it's a very smart way of dealing with it if you if you if you can find the good players. And that's the thing, like obviously cost of relegation, well, like the name of this segment, it's just it's it's so much money, isn't it? And I do worry because you you have often said to said a few times that you'd love Palace back in the championship just because it's fun. <laughs> I, I do, I do get a lot more games but, as well, <laughs> but at the same time, it, it's not good for the club, though. No, it's, it's really not good for. And, and for us, it, us, especially, I think it's it's a bad thing. We need to like, stay up as long as and forever, as far as I know, for as far as possible, sort of thing. You know, well, you remember things like how much does it cost us to run this category one academy? Well, 
they well the talks when it first happened saying like you have to spend five million pound a year or something just to have the access to the league or something I think isn't it and no, then that's, it, that's let alone so run the extra cost you've got on everything else on top of that yes so it's, it's not it's not it's not five it's not an entry fee it's how much money you're spending to keep the academy going it's just how oh, much right. the academy costs in itself right right and to do all the things all the requirements in order for it to, to happen you have to be doing now remember, look at look at, look at Reading and look at the ten of us for them. They they're bringing in twenty one million a year. Yeah, yeah. Because this thing doesn't just affect your kind of TV money. The sponsorship pretty much halves straight away. Yeah, and they kind of everything else you can make money from the gate receipts go down. Even though your volume of games go up, the gate receipts are going to go down because you can't sell many tickets. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Six, so yeah, hell of a lot of money. Much. Like you do lose like hell of a lot of money, and that's why I suppose this is why now a lot of championship clubs are spending so much. Obviously, it doesn't help them in the long run, but if they can get up, like like I think, I think like I said before, Reading did that, didn't they? For that a couple of years where they were spending a lot of money, but they never got anywhere close. Well, I mean, this is what states doing. I mean, mm. get kind of sixty-seven million. Yeah. Okay. So let's just say all on average those players have signed four year contracts. Yeah. Okay. That's gonna hit their P and L. Second. So yeah, so that's gonna hit the uh, so sixty seven, you divide it by four. Yeah. Sixty seven divided by four. That is sixteen well, seventeen million a year. Okay. Yeah. Seventeen million a year. Bear in mind was bringing in this isn't wages. This is just on amortization, the, the kind yeah. of spreading of the cost. There's nearly as much as Reading was bringing in general during yeah. the year. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're setting yourself up. Where, where did Stoke come this year? Like, anywhere near the, the playoffs or anything? Or? <sighs> They're bottom half. They're really, oh, wow. And the wow. season I'm talking about, they finished 16th. So the season oh, wow. <laughs> that I'm looking at the numbers for 2019. Yeah. yeah, they finished 19th. They finished 16th. Wow. So, so, so that they weren't even money. close. Yeah. Jesus. That's that's crazy. Oh, you think that, that, you know, even if they spent it there, fair enough, the players are new, you've got a lot of new players in. The year after, that team should be at least playoffs, you know, the amount of money you spent. Wow. Okay. That's not, it's, it's a proper arms race in terms of where they're trying to finish. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money. Jeez. To not have no kind of um, any any reward, should I say. It's a lot of money yeah, yeah. for no reward. <laughs> and, and this year, I mean, this year they finished 14th. Wow. So they spent all that money and they've they've gone up two places. There's a lot lot wrong with that team. <laughs> yeah. I'm not well, sure not I'm not long, maybe a lot wrong with the board, I would have thought, then to being able to spend that much money and then not be asking questions of how, why we spent this much money and not got anywhere. You know? Yeah. Wow. Well, it looks like things are not spending money now that they, in the last season, they only brought in three transfers. And... Oh, really? Well, they'd have to ask spending that much money. And... Oh, shoot. COVID. The way in Shortcut, you know what talking about? Yeah. He only left there in February. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Mutual, mutual, mutual consent. Oh, re- oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I think, yeah, so there's a lot of players that they've just kind of released and, and, and sold on the cheapish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got to have been 
at least 35, 36 now anyway. So, but he would have been on decent wage as well. That's the thing. No, because he might have renewed his contract since then, you know? Oh, I suppose, yeah, over 30. A lot of teams have now over 30 policy things, don't they? Yeah. It's like, get to a certain age and it's only this is what you're getting now. I guess maybe, uh, I think like Chelsea do that, didn't they? Like over 30, you only get a year contract. And that's it. So yeah. I'm looking at the, the numbers for Benefobi. Oh, yeah. So that season that, that, that they brought him in, he yeah. played 45, got eight goals. Next season, played him once. Played him once? Bristol. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Did he, did he do really well at Bristol? Uh, he played 12 games, scored three goals. Oh, well, the, I suppose better ratio, I guess. <laughs> this season, they've blown him out yeah. to Trasenspor. Really? Oh, so he's going to get loads of goals there. Sorloff can four. get loads of goals. Oh, bloody four. hell, really? In 21 games. How did he only get four? Sorloff got loads of goals there. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, yeah. so he's he's, not, had a, he's not had a time. great couple of years, has he, really? And how, how much did they, they buy him for in the end? I don't know. Well, these, you don't know the, the, the cost per players, but according to mm. transfer market, that they got apparently that was twelve million. Oh, wow, that's a lot of money. And the thing is with the transfer market is that their estimates are are underestimates. So they mm. they think that, that that year the um actually no the um that's interesting yeah. <laughs> Something up how much they thought they'd spend was six to eight million. They're not too far off, actually. Okay. But um, yeah. yeah, so they, were, they think that that was 21, but they thought that that was the big money signing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the other probably big owner was probably Tom Ince. Yeah. It's weird one, Tom Ince, really. I thought he was going to you know, actually go somewhere, to be honest. Because when we had him on that online, I thought he was good. He just didn't. He wasn't able to put his uh, foot down in the team, really, was he? He's, just been a, he's been a good championship player since, like a really good championship player since, but yeah. Quite good for Blackburn, for Blackburn when they were, you play for them in the Premier League. Well, Black, Blackpool? Um, yeah, he was really good for them, wasn't he, effectively? Yeah. Um, I can't remember, because they had Phillips as well on the other wing, didn't they, at the time? Um yeah, he, no. he was scoring goals for fun when we signed him in the championship. Yeah, yeah, he was really he was, in the championship when we got him. He was just like on it every week. I mean, he was he was like nineteen, twenty at the time as well. And uh, then we got him, and he, like, got, he, one was, goal, he got he got one brilliant goal, didn't he? I think it was his debut, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think it's the same debut that was it. Ledley had his debut as well. Yeah, yeah, and he game. scored as well. <laughs> But yeah, no, like yeah, he just never. After that, just didn't really hear of him much before. After that, to be honest, I mean, he put around the place with Derby for a while. Oh yeah, I can imagine he's been to a couple of clubs since. Yeah, so. the whole Forest Derby, Huddersfield. Oh, wow. He played in Huddersfield Premier League actually. Oh yes, yeah, he did. Yep, yep. That's another team. Obviously, uh, not recently relegated Huddersfield. Like, it was a bit, a bit different though, because what ended up happening there was that the um, um, how should I say, so the owner sold the club, yeah, and effectively the people that bought it 
basically borrowed them. They did a very they did a leverage buyout that was similar to what happened at Man United, where effectively they borrowed the, the Premier League parachute payments. Right. Or to buy the uh, club. Yes, basically. Right. So they get all the money straight up, and then they they give it back to them. Or they don't know. They just don't get anything. Then they just get the money straight up, and that was it. They don't get anything else. So effectively, the next few years. Yeah, they kind of yeah they they've borrowed against the parachute payments to, to then buy the club effectively. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. They're not kind of a yeah. It's not. It's not the fight. It's the. It's um. Yeah, they're not rich anymore. Effectively, yeah. So they're, they're just back to a championship club. Uh, yeah, with championship budgets already. Yeah, and they're, and they're another one. Like, I think they're struggling as well, aren't they? They're not doing much. But to be fair, they're not a particularly big club. Well, no, it was a big shock when they got up in the first place, wasn't it? Like, yeah, they they went up the leagues a bit, didn't they? And, like they're. Well, I'd say they're more known to be more of like a League One club anyway, and then suddenly they got to Championship and Premiership, and he's like, "Oh, okay," because they're more of rugby town, aren't they? As well, in fact, they're fan wise, fan wise, more rugby fans, aren't they? So, There's a, rugby league is strong up there. Yeah, they they do not. Like, they still really love the football. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, I just know this very like, rugby, rugby in Huddersfield, isn't it? Uh, yeah, because mine was a fun up that way, and right. it's not—it's not quite as, as, as. Well, I do love the rugby league. They do love the football there as well. Mm, okay. Okay. And the big thing for them is, is beating Leeds. That, that's their main thing. It's <laughs> being better and beating Leeds. That—that's that, the, the main takeaway. Out. And they're missing out this year, then. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, they're particularly happy at the moment that they're no, not in the same no. division. Can imagine. <laughs> Okay. Um, is there anything else about the cost of relegation you want to talk about? Yeah, so, so I'll chat about, about Swansea a little bit. But one of the things yeah. that I was going to mention, just with Swansea, because Swansea did, did it much more sen- sensibly, and they've kind of hovered around the playoffs. Yeah, effectively. So what they kind of they did, did they get was playoffs that, this year as well, did they? And yeah, they're in the playoffs now. Oh, okay. So yeah, so I mean, they cut, they really cut down their wage bill. Yeah, but they also then didn't spend any money. Okay, they just bought young players basically. So they bought a couple of just young, some young like, youth players. Yeah, I think players that they thought that were kind of Premiership quality. Well, they were hoping would be quality enough to, to play in the Championship, but they're the one I've have the experience. Right. Okay. So in contrast, what they actually ended up spending, I think, what's his face in that first. Season like two and a half million. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, do you see what I mean? Like, like, like sixty. I mean, the, the year in the Premier League, they spent fifty-five when they got yeah, relegated. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Had to me that the yeah the the Swansea's to the Stokes, but I can't get, much, get over that. That's yeah, it's, it's so much money. I'm surprised by that big time. Really am. Especially because it's like three times as much as they, they spent in the in the, tra- in the Premier League the year before. Yeah. That's just crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm still pretty gobsmacked about how much money they spent on that. Ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, and, and they're still not good. And yeah. like the players they spent it on, like Ince is on loan at Luton at the moment. Yeah, what, Leeds? Oh. Uh, Luton. Oh, Luton. Oh, sorry. For, yeah. Leeds. So I was going to say, I don't remember him 
coming on. <laughs> okay. Luton Championship at the moment still? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if they went down or not. I can't remember. Mm. Did they stay up? I think they stayed up. Oh, I'll just yeah, they you. stayed up. Yeah, because they stayed they, up. Yeah, they went up because um, they stayed up because effectively it was um, what's his face? It was between. Yeah, they must have stayed up because the, it was the teams going down is um, Sheffield Wednesday. The team Wickham and the team that always goes down. I thought got it for them. Rotherham is it? Yeah. Right. So like the last time Rotherham were in the, were in the championship, they're the only team to make a profit in the championship. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's how bad the championship is. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone's <laughs> making losses. To yeah. keep up with the championship, you need to be spending more. Spending than... a lot more money than what you'd be actually yeah. getting. Yeah. And it, that was kind of a... when because COVID they were looking to bail out the football league. One yeah. of the things that Palace was annoyed about wasn't the bailing out of League One and League Two teams. Yeah. It was about what happened. At the... It was bailing out championship teams that would then probably outspend Palace if they got promoted. Yes, yeah. yeah. And I think he, he kind of took exception to that. He didn't want Palace to be bailing out clubs that effectively are... Yeah. ...are just spending silly money and silly, they've got themselves into silly they got positions. themselves in the problems. That, like, that's the reason they got themselves into the problem in the first place sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it should be bailing out if anyone League 2, League 1, really. Like, yeah. The teams that actually need it and aren't making bugger all because they're not on TV weekly they're not you know well they haven't got the, the, the rich owners that are just chucking money yeah at them I think there's uh, a lot of people annoyed about um, Salford aren't they a little bit because uh, you know because of who owns them and like the obviously four or five former Man United players that obviously have the money and a lot of people no they're, they're not the money then they're just the, the PR face the oh, money man is, no, 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 that they own it, but they only own a small share. The person chucking the money in is um, the Valencia owner. Um, oh, what's his name? Oh, so he's got a lot of money still then. Yeah, no, he's Malaysian. I think he owns, um, he's one of the owners of uh, the 76ers. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, he's all over the place, I think. Mm. All right. Oh, so yes. Because they're obviously spending a lot of money, aren't they? Because they get promoted in the end. I think they did, didn't they? I think they won the league or something. Because I remember Gary Neville saying, saying, or tweeting about it or something. I can't remember what they've done this season. I Peter Lim's the, the owner. Peter Lim? Oh, OK. I've heard, I've heard of him, actually. He owns a lot of sports teams. Yeah, yeah. OK. Yeah, so he owns... Uh, yeah, so it's... um, Yeah. So he owns Valencia. He owns 40% of Salford FC. Yeah. Um, what's the other thing he does? He's, he has he in McLaren. Oh wow! He's right. he's um yeah. The the hotel football is him the, the the big hotel next to Old Trafford. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, what's the first year? Yeah, yeah he's in seventy sixes, which is NF uh, NBA, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I think he's one of the ones, but but it's not on his Wikipedia yet. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> So which yeah. one's uh, Blitzer and Harris? Is that same one? So that's that's why I was, like, I was like, "Oh, that's a bit weird." Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not mentioned. That, actually, fair. I might be. I might be getting mistaken. Maybe it's another Peter or something. <laughs> yeah, because <it's, laughs> he's not quite on there yet right now. Oh, okay. Unless he's relatively yeah, he's, new to it. I don't know. 
<laughs> no, no, because the, the 76ers have got loads of owners. Oh, really? Oh, okay. oh yeah, wasn't that the one that they got even celebrity owners as well? Yeah, yeah, like the, yeah. they've got Will Smith and his wife. That's and, it, yeah. Um, yeah, random. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what's his first, yeah. Okay. So it's, uh, they have a ridiculous amount of people that are owners on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, anything else at the cost of football? No, I think, I think we're kind of covered. Okay, uh, should we uh, end this part and uh, we come back for part three to talk about yeah. um, the Palace kits? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, you got you got your top five already, yeah? No idea yet. <laughs> Are you going to go on it and see what you go from? Have you spent a lot of time on this, Mark? Have you, have you... No, no, literally, this, this is actually... Quite quick. I just need yeah. to um, find the website just to tell me the right dates, really, because I, I can I can remember them in my head, but I just can't remember the dates of the years and stuff. So yeah. it was it was done actually quite quickly, surprisingly. But I can imagine a couple of hours are probably the same. That's the thing. So, but yeah, all right. So yeah, we come back for part three of Love Palace. We will see you uh, or see you guys in a bit. <laughs> yeah, see you in a bit. See you in a bit. in our lifetime so we're talking like early no, sorry late 80s all the way to now really for us 30, about 30 odd years I mean mine haven't gone back that far but yeah um, well, I, don't, I don't know why you've, you've put this qualification on there are you, why are you ruling out kits before you were born well because I wasn't born so go for the lifetime ones because they're the, you know they are the ones I've owned or ones I wanted to own at the time and stuff like that so but yeah I'm right, actually... surprised if you selected one that wasn't in your lifetime I just, I just found it randomly <laughs> well I've got the retro kit um, the white uh, the white one with the um like red and well, it was like uh, maroon and light blue stripe one. I think it's like late sixties or something. And I really like that, but I've only bought it because it was really nice. <laughs> All right, um, so I've I've done obviously a top five. Of, like I'm going to go from like five and up to my number one favorite. Yeah. So, um, did you want to start? One thing I just wanted to mention was a correction from the, the previous part. Mm. So it was Eric Thorning I was thinking of, not Peter Lim, who's the um, the owner of one of the owners of the 76 I was thinking of. Oh, okay. And he did own a football club, so he's he's a board member of Oxford United. Eric Fournier. Yeah, I, I haven't pronounced his surname correctly. I've, yeah. I've got that wrong. Just, for some reason, I just know the name from somewhere, but... He was... Was it, was it anything to do with Wimbledon as well? Or? Uh, not that I know of. So he right, was it must be someone else. Right, okay. Oh, and, no, wow, okay. And also DC United. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the ownership group is really weird. I mean, you've got, got Kevin Hart's on there as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Right, that's a strange one. <laughs> Just lots of, of people with money that, that are slightly related to yeah, yeah. <laughs> and other random money men. 
Yeah. Like all the it's other kind of and NBA teams have, have, have got like one or two people. Mm. And then just this one is just it's just a massive group of people. <laughs> For it's just literally that put in this like just say to them, obviously they're making the money, they're putting like one percent stake in the club. So it's like, oh, here you go. Here's a million pounds. That's kind of it, effectively. Yeah. yeah. It's, so you have to be a lot of money to, to, to buy into these things. Yeah. You can just buy a, a, a stake and then you can kind of say that you're a minority owner and, and go to, to the AGM and yeah, it's a nice... You get a free... A free uh, exactly, you get a free meal and drinks and a free box to watch your team in. Bring all your mates because it's your box. And they will get it for free. <laughs> I don't think you'll be free, Mark. You're paying a lot of money to, 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 well, no, no, to own the team. <laughs> no, no, of course that, but I'm just like, as in free for the friends that come. Cause they, yeah, I'm not sure boss. that... I'm not sure. I still think that they're not paying for things like that. Might have to pay for drinks, maybe. And uh, and, yeah. and, and the seats of the box and things, because you remember with um, American sports, they do share the gate receipts. Oh, Really? Yeah, so, so so part of the gate receipts is going to keep the individual league. Yeah, well. oh my god, right. If okay. you start giving away lots of free fees, the teams yeah, will get a bit annoyed. They're going to be a bit pissed because they're not making more as much money as they should. Yeah, cool. Okay, um, right. Yeah, so let's get back on track a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, number five for you. Number five. Um, hmm. What what year is it? Well, what, what, mm. You're you're doing this in real time as well, aren't you? Yeah, so, yeah. Going backwards is difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, what was your number five? My number five was the yellow away shirt with dark green collar in '94 and '95 season, uh, made by Nutmeg, TDK. I remember that mainly. I remember that wanting that kit because I remember seeing Chris Armstrong, um, that picture of Chris Armstrong playing in it, and seeing like highlights of the game and stuff. And it was like a really cool looking shirt because it looked like Brazil. Yeah. And uh, yeah, had like some sort of pattern kind of on the yellow, you know, on the yellow part of it. It was like weird, like triangle kind of pattern a lot of clubs had it at the time but it was like still the same colour so it's like kind of unless you looked at it properly you couldn't really see the pattern but yeah always like one of my favourite kits that one never never been able to own it and I've been looking on eBay since and found them but for a lot of money <laughs> yeah cause the, the kits are expensive aren't they yeah nowadays I think if you want ret- official retro kits now it's, it's a lot of money to buy them I mean, you think like some of the kits nowadays, at, you know, if say five, six years ago, you could pick it up for probably a tenner. But ones that are like 30 years old, you're talking 50 and up with some of them. I could talk more than that, like. Yeah, a whole hell of a lot more of it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's my fifth one for that one. On we, had a, we had a good couple of kits that year as well. Our home shirt as well was really nice, but. Preferred the yellow grey kit. Yeah, so from my number five, I think I'm going to go for the yellow to DK one from 98. 98, okay. So, what, the Premier League season? 
Yeah, it had that weird kind of three stripe, red three stripes at the top, and then it had a blue kind of like big massive belly collar. patch, massive belly patch. Yeah, <laughs> like the um, the Adidas was all the the red one, the three red Adidas stripes. Yeah, so that's it. So my number four is from that same season, the red and blue home shirt from the ninety seven ninety eight season. Number four for that. I remember having that. That um, I remember actually having the whole kit actually as a kid for that one. And well, I remember well, that one. It, it's always weird because it was. It's one of the few times we were white shorts with it. Yeah, and it was yeah. two seasons. Two seasons. Yeah, the season we we got promoted and the season that we was in the Premier League, wasn't it? How I don't remember us ever having a two season shirt. Um, we're looking at the the page I've got. Older kits on there was a few yeah. of them, but like a few, a few away ones, but a few away thought. ones, yeah. And, and the home shirts they they changed, but like a little bit, like barely noticeable. But then like you go like three years after that, and then it's yeah they're all different, they're all different, and it's that that them two for them two years, and then it's different every year since sort of thing. But even at the time, I don't think there was many teams that wouldn't have a new kit in a new season. No, no, yeah. Because I mem- remember the, um, the year before that, we had two away kits. Uh, but one was the white one with the, the f- three massive Adidas stripes. And then there was a yellow version of the same one. And I don't think I, don't think I remember us sitting playing in the yellow one. <laughs> but I remember like, when, at the time, because like, you're saying about the Adidas, like, the Adidas kit for your... Uh, your uh, your pick. I remember having like it, the badge was red, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a red crest. On it. Red crest. The, like the home home one was home still on a white, white cross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, my number four is the uh, the home shirt from that very same year or the year before, whatever year pick from. What about your number four? My number four is you've already mentioned it. Is the yellow? So it's the Romanian template. Oh, what the actual yellow one before? Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? All oh, right. Yeah, it's like the famous template that, that all the teams had that. But yeah. I just, I just really like that template. I remember you having the white one. Yeah, I think I probably like, did have the white one. I remember the yellow one came halfway through the season or something random. Oh, did it? So I just don't remember the yellow one at all. It's the thing, like I totally blanked from the yellow one. I remember having the goalie kit <laughs> that same year. Right, I'm remembering the goalie kit, but yeah, the yellow one. Um, yeah, I can never remember it, but yeah, now I'm looking at the picture. It's it's very Romanian template. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, and like, hey, that's had it for so many teams. Yeah, had yeah. that like Bayern Munich had one as well. Bayern Munich, I remember having. I think it might be their home kit, like red with the white stripes. No, yeah, like that kind of thing. I don't know. No, Bayern Munich had the, the, near enough as that same kit as us, didn't they? I hope no, that was. Was that, that was the home shirt, yeah, but that that was a, a couple of years before, wasn't was it? it? Before so, that, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. So, so it was like they've so been was... Adidas for a long time, haven't they? So yeah, yeah. They might still be now. I'm not sure actually. I think they are. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's not too far away from where they're based, isn't it, Adidas? Oh right, okay. I didn't realise it was a German company actually. Yeah, the German and, and, and Puma is as well. Yeah, I knew Puma. Yeah, I actually thought they were still about Puma, Puma versus Adidas. No, no, go on. I'll send you a YouTube video. It's amazing. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. No, they're formed by brothers in the same town. Oh right. 
Okay. It's, like a, it's like a territory war between the two. <laughs> so they hate each other. Like, okay. The two companies hate each other. Oh, right. And there's two brothers that are the CEOs and the owners. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> added less to the family name. So mm. the person that, that, that um, founded Puma. Yeah. His surname is Hudas. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's actually amazing to us. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's based in the same town as like a big rivalry. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you work for one, you can wear the product of the other one kind of thing. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> just imagine just like your, your surname being it and you're just like, yes, I, I am saying to do with that company, yes, but, but I don't like that company. So I made my own one <laughs> in, in the same town. We are competing and I hate my brother. <laughs> I think there was a bit of that so I think they might have from memory I could be wrong I think he would, they were working together at one point I think right okay because I, I even not thinking about it I, I, would, I would say I would have thought should I say that Adidas was like a um, an older company than Puma it is but, older I think yeah. Puma's the younger one but not by a huge amount yeah yeah okay and Puma's the same company group as, um, what's it? So Gucci. It's one of the posh, or Prada. It's one of the, oh, really? the yeah, like the, 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 the master company is like the holding company is mm. the same one for like loads of different fashion makes. And Puma's like got loads of, they own loads of high fashion brands and it's Puma. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I mean, this, the, all this talk about Puma is a brilliant segue into my next uh, shirt. <laughs> my next show yeah <laughs> yeah it is their um, last year's uh, Premier League home shirt the the red the red and blue with the white pinstripes it was saying really kind of like really nice about that home shirt and I, I didn't like the away <laughs> shirt I didn't, didn't like the both away shirts for them but that home shirt was just that, that little bit of white pinstripe Really smart. I actually like clearly one of the best ones in the league. Really smart. I, thought. I didn't like it because there wasn't enough white. Oh, really? You wanted a bit more white, was it? Well, if it was white shorts, would be perfect. Oh, see, we, uh, since since the that, um, the year that we had the white shorts with our home shirt, I've been waiting for us to do it. Like, yeah. just go but, for it, and we haven't done it for. Well, it's twenty years that now. It would look, looked a lot better with white shorts. Yeah, and I remember when because they didn't announce it and they just turned up in that kit on the last home game of the season. Yes, yeah. They didn't yeah. announce it. It was just kind of like wait a minute. It just turned up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, that's weird. Because I saw a weird them. video of that. Because um, I saw it. And I was, it was obviously last year, and but Bashwari was playing in it. I was like, we didn't have yeah. Bashwari on loan last year. It's the year before. I was like, what? Why is he playing in last year's kit? And then it, it clicked. It was the last game of the season. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't announce it. They didn't say anything about it. They just kind of... Yeah. Like, they, they walked, like I noticed it when, when they were doing the warm-up that they weren't wearing the normal gear. Yeah. Like, it's like going on it's saying it's different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was really saying about that kit. It was just like, oh, that's really smart. But yeah, I think with white short... Because even like the, I'm pretty sure if I remember because we it, it was a uh, red shorts we had and the red just didn't seem the same color as the, the shirt. It was a little, they seemed a bit off kind of color, but 
the show in general was just oh, loved it. Yeah. What about your your third one, mate? Um. You know, I, I think it's gonna have to be the, the um, banana slash. The banana slash. What year is that? Four years ago, I think it was. It was yeah. Oh, um, the yeah, well, it was a slash so, kit, but it was it, it was yellow. Yeah, the 2016-17 season. I think my, my recency bias is that we haven't had a yellow kit in a while now, and I think I'm just angsty for a yellow kit. <laughs> one two years ago. Yeah, it's like three years ago. Last time we had a yellow kit, wasn't it? Because uh, almost every year, and for a while we've not had one. Yeah, not one last year. No, year before last, and then we had. Yeah, yeah, the year before last, 2018-19, we had that, but the slash one was two years before that one, 2016-17. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that one. I'm just trying to think. So that that was the Allardyce season. Yeah, it yeah. Was, I remember. It was, I, can, was, I can see in my head Townsend wearing it. Actually, he had bald head at the time. I, and like yeah, Benteke has been amazing. Benteke. Yeah, yeah. It was always that kit as well because he scores always goes away from home. Yes, that's yeah, very true. Habit yeah. for scoring away. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh yes, my second kit is it's another. Uh, well, it's not not on Puma. Sorry, it's Macron. It was the black away shirt with the red and blue horizontal strip, and it looked like the Sampdoria kit, but it was in black from 2017-18. And I was so that the same season. No, no, different different season. Because that was the Frank de Boer season. That was Frank de Boer season. Yeah, it would have been the same season as Allardyce, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't really. As Royce, no, yeah, Allardyce, yeah, before and oh, and I always get that mixed up. Yeah, yeah, we had we had that that one there, and like, I just oh, so annoyed. I can't find that shirt anywhere either. I've been I literally for the last maybe three or four months have actually been searching for that shirt because every time I see a video or picture, I'm like, oh, God, it's such a nice shirt. Just the the black, the old black with the stripe there, and I love Sandoria's shirt when I was growing up, and it yeah. just reminds me of that like perfectly. I can't sure. find it anywhere. <laughs> right, right yeah. sides anyway. You know, what's this? I I recently bought the. Um, it's a bit off topic, but only slightly because it's not one of my favourites. Okay. I, I have bought the um, the um, ninety nine home shirt that's just a, a red shirt with. Blue trim. Ninety nine. Yeah. The year or the year after we went down. Yeah. The Premier League. Yeah. The, the only time we, we we didn't wear a slash or a red and blue stripe at home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because actually, yeah, I like that kit because I remember owning that, and because it has the Palace badge all over it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Not little shiny yeah. thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> like little shiny badges everywhere. Yeah, Adidas yeah. as well. And I was just say, being a bigger bloke, the fitting mm. is much nicer. Oh, compared to these shirts now, these shirts yeah. are fucking atrocious. It's bloody like Under Armour skin type shit. It's oh my god. I mean, I, I got lucky in my last shirt. I um I normally wear just an XL because like these uh, these shirts and stuff. And I bought one. I was like bloody hell. Like this is horrible. Like it's so tight. And then I thought oh, I'll go the next size up just because it's got more room. But I accidentally pressed 3XL. It fits perfectly. 
Yeah, who's your Puma? Puma seems to be like one size down from everyone else. Yeah, I, I went two sizes up and it fits perfectly. It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I think like under Puma, I think that's the way to go, really. Go two sizes up than your normal and it will fit perfectly. But oh, you, I thought even XL, like thinking, oh, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's good enough. But it's just, it feels like you're being hugged all the time and you can't move. <laughs> Because they're not even that stretchy nowadays either, aren't they? <laughs> no, but, but but on occasion, I, I would wear one of those tight ones and then put another one on the top <laughs> so yeah. I look less fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a corset. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, like, for, for a larger man, as well, it's just like, it's, it, you might as well just not wear a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know... <laughs> You realise, yeah, fair enough. You got it. Imagine, imagine accidentally buying a pro fit. <laughs> the so, pro fit. You'd have to be wedged into it, like someone have to stand on you and put it over your head. <laughs> like, that's crazy. And then you got a normal, normal person's fit, like the the everyday man, the person that doesn't run about for ten hours a day on a football pitch, and it's still not a good size. <laughs> no, it really, it really does. Uh, that grind my gears that one when it comes to these new kits and they're all doing it aren't they like every every team now it's all I don't it's... mind the option though like because some people it's the fashion nowadays people like having it super tight mm. so if you if you have the figure to, to have it then that's cool oh yeah fair enough but not for everyone else that's the thing <laughs> I don't mind the idea of having options you know what I mean if you want a really fancy version of the kit try oh, it more yeah. and, and have it yeah yeah but they also don't do it for like different prices for the the profit. So like, it's like an extra ten or something, isn't it? Like, I mean, I know <laughs> for less uh, fabric. Some, yeah, for less fabric, <laughs> you're paying more money. When why? <laughs> you know, so you can, you can look like a footballer. I was like, well, what's the point? Just get a cheap one, and you still look like a footballer because you're not changing your size. <laughs> Mom, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. You don't look like a footballer. <laughs> yeah, I think the days are gone. It's been a while. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we always are you on to your number two? I think, aren't we? Yeah. Oh. So I want to go with nutmeg and that TDK one, the, the one with the red and blue fade. So it was a oh, red, okay. a red stripe at the, a red um, stripe down the, the first bit. Then it was like a, a white pinstripe, and then it was blue, yeah. and there's like a. The badge red. was in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's no badge in the middle much anymore. You though, don't do you? see him really in the middle at all now. I think the last one we had would have been, oh, was our centenary one in the middle? It was, yeah. So maybe, maybe the centenary one, like, uh, just have Which a look through g- now. Generally, like, like, just football teams in general. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, yeah don't really see them at all. But they've yeah. gone really, really out of fashion having it in the middle. Yeah, no, yeah, our centenary one was the last one. And before that would have been... Uh, oh, no, no, it wasn't the last one. We had an away third shirt in 2007 and eight, and it was just pure white. It was just white. No, that wasn't... Do, do you remember what happened with that? I cannot remember that one. I remember okay, there was so a basically reason, we, wasn't there, yeah. I can't remember what it was. We never wore our normal away shirt that season because it was one third blue. So if you were look if you were I think the argument was that the linesmen didn't like it right. because it looked like from a certain angle that the team was playing 
blue. Oh, that's right. It was yeah, basically the other side. side. Yeah, one side of it was like, it was like one third. Dubs. Yeah, one yeah. third of it was like. So, so it looked like if you were just side on, mm. on one side you look blue, the other side you look white. Yeah, and the, the Lionsmen didn't like it or something, so we never really wore it. <laughs> so, so we wear this really weird white kit that we never sold. Yeah, it was just, just it just looks like a, just a random shirt you've got off the shelf. It looks like, like stick yeah. stuff on it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it looked like it was a training kit or something. It was just yes. white. There's nothing yeah. to it. There's no there truth. There's nothing to it. It was just white. Yeah, literally just pure white. <laughs> That's got to be up there with one of the worst kits. Well, then again, we can't really say that because we didn't sell it. Worst kits to watch a team play, but not you couldn't own it, I suppose. But it'd definitely be up there. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm a bit nervous about this year because there's that template going around the Euros yeah. the that, that, that's horrible. Yeah, I mean, we do have this whole bespoke kind of vision. And obviously, he did say this year's kit was modelled on someone's from online, didn't he, Parrish? No, no, I'm not talking about this year's kit. I'm talking about, about the um, the Euros. So, so a lot of the Puma kits are for Euros. They've got this really weird... They look like training shirts. Oh, really? And they've... Yeah, no, they're horrible. Oh. oh no, they're, they're, I really don't like... Do you think and we'll do a last game of season reveal or their weight? <laughs> I don't know because the thing is, on a normal season, I think they, they might have done it because the sponsors are the same and the kit manufacturers are the same. I think. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're definitely really a sponsor. I'm not 100 percent sure if it's been last year. I suppose I they could always got... they could always wait for the Arsenal game because the fans are going to be allowed in. It'd be a nice like, little extra, maybe. I think um, on a normal year, I think they've done it. The problem is, is it's a fan designed kit. I'm not sure whether or not. Yeah, it's the second time it's actually being played in front of fans. Yeah, would yeah. be the time that they would want to release it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be a good way to the if they did it at Arsenal and say, right in the club shot today, and then oh, they like get that. the sales up for that as well. Same time because there's not that many fans there. Like the game, at least it won't be busy for the club shot. <laughs> COVID friendly wise, you know. Let's do it outside. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they got the outside one in the car park, I suppose, haven't they? No, just just have a market store outside. Just market. <laughs> like, like the fiber, band tickets, fiber. he says. Yes. <laughs> Some blokes trying to flog it for two quid around the corner. <laughs> See, my my top, um, my my favourite shirt of all time, Palace one, is already been said, it's the yellow way shirt. The, the Adidas one, TDK, 97, 98, or as I call it, the Lombardo shirt, which actually I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that calls it Lombardo shirt. That's my, that's my top favourite shirt. It's just... If they were selling a retro one, they would have referred to it as Lombardo. That's true. Well, that's well, very well, true, yeah. Personally. I would love them to do that. As long as they, they're able to allow TDK, because I know they wasn't for the home shirt that year, had they? They got no TDK on it. So... No, I thought they had TDK, but I thought they didn't have Adjax on it. Oh, really? I'm I can't gonna... remember now. I'm going to have a quick look at that, I think. Um... I'm not sure about that. Like you might, you might be right. I might be wrong there. Um, let's have a quick looks. Puma range. Uh, clothing and retro, 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 retro. This is the point where I mentioned. Yeah, you're right. TDK just not the Adidas. Yeah. Oh, that's tempting then. Actually, <laughs> I thought it was missing the TDK. Because I've I've seen a lot of these retro shirts, and 
like they look awful with, without a sponsor. Does he look horrible without a make? I don't like it when they haven't got a make either. Sometimes a make. I can, I can understand. Well. I, I can I can understand why they they can't. They yeah. can't put the current make so it look weird, and and the current make might get a bit annoyed if you're selling merch from another make. So I understand. Well, we do do the ad one though, don't we? And you've got the ad one, haven't you? No, I have um, a the dodgy the slash one. Dodgy. Like. I have a dodgy Adidas one. Oh right. So yeah, so I've got a, a, a Adidas slash kit that might not be. Oh okay. I mean, to be fair, it might be legit I just never looked into it I've decided yeah. not to <laughs> <laughs> not to worry yourself on it <laughs> yeah I got, got it from eBay I'm, I don't remember them selling replica re- re- well, I don't know if they sold replica <laughs> shirts back in the 70s I'm not sure this is legit but... yeah yeah yeah. who knows who knows I mean there was obviously yeah. some sort of kit back in, back in the day isn't it because you know people have got them you know I've seen them and stuff but depending there, is, there won't be a lot of them that's that. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So I thought, like, yeah, with um, but also got the, the the um, going on to my favourite shirt. I've got it's the Lombardo home kit from that year. <laughs> oh, do you see? See, they're both both of us had it on our list. Well, the, because it's our era, stages. isn't it? Yes. It's, yeah. And it, it brings it like it's, it's just so cool memories and. And you're right. The the white shirt, the white shorts with it as well. It does make that kit all day long. And you can remember what that season was like for us, effectively, because because effectively we didn't remember. I don't remember the, the being in the Premier League before. Mm. But yeah, so we, they, was, like, we was very young at the time when it was in the yeah. Premier League. Well, I don't I remember, remember ever being, it, but not more like match a day watching it. But like that, that was about it, really. You I know? don't remember there ever being twenty four teams in the Premier League. Was there twenty two teams? Twenty two, yeah. It's twenty, yeah. So it's like I, I can never remember there not being twenty teams in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was my um, sort of my first year into actually really watching Premier League football a hell of a lot. Like before then, it was just pure Championship, Championship, Championship. Because you know, in Championship at the time or, or Division One, I think it was known as back in the day. Yeah, like at that time. But like, I watch Match Day all the time. I constantly always watch matches today, but I'd never really watch any live games because it, it was on Sky and I never had Sky. And I think I remember like, before games, I'll come to yours and stuff and there'd be maybe a game on sometimes in the early games and we'd see part of it before we had to go to the Palace match, wasn't it? And then oh, that was it, really. It, I don't actually... Did I have... I don't know I had um, Sky at that point. I think I only ever oh. had ITV Digital when ITV Digital was a thing. Oh right, I remember watching something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like knew it like obviously recent, more recent years, I guess maybe what not back yeah, in the days for the championship when we was in championship. No, uh, so, so uh, somewhat I ever had sports TV was ITV Digital. Right, it's part of the reason why I really like Premiership Plus. Right, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't have Sky Sports, I had Premiership Plus, and I had an ITV Sport. <laughs> <laughs> This, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's pretty cool though. Like, just I remember just like that year, just being obviously because we went to Wembley the year before, didn't we? To probably the playoff final, it was just like, and it would have been that same, same kit as well, <laughs> yeah, exactly the same kit, yeah, different badges, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that nationwide badge on that kit, oh, yeah. 
the, the blue the blue block, wasn't it? Like basically yeah. blue block of nationwide on the side of it. If I'm from, yeah. Because <laughs> the thing is, even after that, the year we went down, and then it went to that red one. It was so it was so like different. Like the only blue underneath the arms. I mean, like. I'm not sure what on earth's going on here. <laughs> what what's happened? Like, because it's still Adidas, and you're just like, I mean, okay, I'll buy it, which I did buy it, but I didn't. I was, I, I got stroppy about it. I was like, I don't like that. I, see, I, I don't know. Like when when I had it, I, I don't remember wearing it a lot. This is the thing. I don't remember wearing it a lot, but I remember having it, and I remember wearing it like you know, obviously when you first buy it, it's all brand new. Yeah, yeah. But then, and I wear it to games, but I don't remember it wearing it sort of any other time. It's, it's, a, it's a grower for me. Like I, I like it yeah. now, but back then I, I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't. Like, one of the things I do like about Palace is that we are generally quite experimental with our kits. We're like, oh, oh fuck it, it's only one year. Let's yeah. just mess about. Let's just mess about. Yeah. I just mean, like, we'll see these this year ones. I, I actually really don't like this year's shirts. But like, the more I watch, and I bought the black one. I bought the black third shirt. Yeah. The more I watch us playing that one. Well, actually, the black one's actually all right, but if I think about white shirts, and it's just that I can't wear a white shirt because there's no going to get dirty. It just can't, can't be asked. Like as soon as it's got something on it, it's like oh, fuck's sake, it's there now, and I can see it forever because I can't get it out. And like the red one, the red and blue home shirt this year, I just like no, I don't like it. But the black one, like even like last year's black one, I didn't like it that much. That like. I bought it anyway because I thought, oh, it's a black shirt. And I'm and out of the black or the white one. I preferred the white one. But again, it's a white shirt. It's <laughs> just like, no, I can't be having a white shirt. <laughs> you know? So I know the only reason I bought a shirt this year is because it went down to 20 quid. Like, recently. Well, in the last month or so, didn't yeah. it? So... <coughs> oh, excuse me. It'll be interesting to see what, what, what they do because they're saying that they're not releasing them all at the same time, so that probably means they're not oh, doing the template right. thing again. Okay. Yeah, so, well, yeah, because you'd think it'd be. Um... But that'd be quite a funny way to release it, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's, it's, not, it's not a template, it's... but then it comes out and it's a template. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do wonder because obviously he didn't announce that this year's kits, uh, like shirts, were done by someone that he saw online. I wonder if he still yes. goes down that same route because I've seen some really like nice concept kits and I see them every year and they really are really nice and you think, I'll just pay this bloke to say, there you go, Puma. This is what I want. Give me that. To, to be fair, <laughs> the, the person that, that, that did the design, his other designs are, are much better. Oh, it seems really? really weird. Yeah, it seems weird that they, they, they chose this. His, yeah, this is the... I think he could have been picked. One of the things yeah. that... This, this, they, that I've seen online was when it first came out people filled in the top bit and if it just had a thick trim at the top yeah. it would have been alright but it's just because there's nothing on the, the, the top right, bird actually, I'm the... looking at them now and I think like yeah like with the red and blue shirt if that just had like a uh, like a red like line over the arms or even even white to be honest yeah it breaks it up that blue and the white shirt yeah if you had like a blue or a red line, it breaks up the white, the black one, and it could broke, broke up the black more, yeah. That's very true, yeah. I think more, ever more so on the red and blue shirt, because it does look like it's just a blue shirt. You know, if that, that definitely needs to be broke up more, sort of thing. But yeah, no. So that's it. So uh, your, your number one kit now, Dude, didn't? 
Oh, no, we did it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, the, the home shirt, wasn't it? Of course it was, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. Yes, and it's one of the ones I've, I've got in my collection. Yeah, well, I've... And I've, I've I do actually... have the number seven Lombardo on it. Oh, does it really? See, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've got full style. I've got uh, I, my, my actual kit from but, when I was eight years old. Though? Yeah, it's extremely small. I'm never going to be able to wear it again. I don't think I'm going to wear it over my thumb. <laughs> but yeah, I've still... I, I, hanged, I hanged it up... Um, in a frame in my room when I was growing up. Yeah, it's got Dyer on the back with the Premier League, um, you know, the Premier League numbers and name thing as well. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing as well. They used to be furry as well, the name and numbers. <laughs> like, it was like a weird kind of, not furry, but like a, a fabric kind of thing. When we got promoted, people... Like I think even when we got after we got relegated, then the next season afterwards, mm. they didn't have squad numbers in, in the football league. They just had numbers. They just had number, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> one to eleven. Yeah, yeah. Because I think like <laughs> that, everything sort of changed the year off that the years off that, didn't it? With, with everything, it was like it's almost like Palace getting up. It's like that's it. Right, time changes everything. <laughs> It was our second year and back, back down that they, they added the number, the squad numbers. See, I thought the yeah. red so one our first year down numbers. Uh, yeah, so, so the red one just had um, had, just had, uh, just had numbers and that was it. Yeah, oh. I think. And then the season afterwards was when they actually added the um, squad numbers to it. Oh, right. Okay. So I thought it was that uh, the red ones had a uh, number on the back. Uh, sorry, names no, on the back as well. That, that, that red one was quite quite funny because we playing. Because I'm just trying to remember Morrison on the back of it. Like, I just, must have been a year after them. Yeah, because yeah, on, on that one it would just been number ten yeah, or number yeah. nine, depending on who else was playing. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing with it was that the um what's his face. You'd have multiple players with different numbers throughout the season, and then you yeah. also have um, what's his face, the program men. Because we that year we went through like fifty-three players played for us that year. Oh, bloody hell! <laughs> and so you'd have you just have them kind of guessing what the lineup was on the back yeah. of, the, of the on the back of the shirt, <laughs> on the back of the program. Oh, sorry, yeah, program, like, yeah, yeah. You would have. Oh, like, yeah, I remember because I used to having to put the numbers. I used to bring a pen with me every now and then to the games and. Writing down the numbers next to their name. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> We've got a couple of programs back in the day, and it's just got like written down the back of like me and a dodgy handwriting. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's two, and it's like no, it crossed out. It wasn't a two. It was a three. <laughs> you look at the opposition, and be like, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that person, you know, but I don't know. <laughs> and you find out actually no that that's a completely different person <laughs> yeah because yeah, a lot of the time as well you, you obviously you're really listening for the, the guy the estate announcer as well just like for the, the announcements a number three blah 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 and you're like okay so that's not the guy where is he is he playing left wing today is number three is he left back or was he Nowadays with numbers as well, you'd be screwed if they didn't have a name on the back. Like you go to like say the Italian league, and it's like a random sixty-seven or a ninety-eight, or you just be like I don't know where they're playing. To be honest, <laughs> like, without the name on the back, you'd be completely screwed, wouldn't you? <laughs> Mark, you do realize other countries do 
do different numbering systems. Oh yeah, of course, but it's just weird. The Italian league, like they really throw out a high number of things. No, but, but like, even during one to eleven, they didn't. Like, on the continent, two and three are centre backs, and was it four and five are, are wing backs? Wing backs, right? Yeah, the opposite way around, uh, sort of thing. Yeah, like depending on what country you're in, they change the, the number system. They probably like listen to say like a. a you know, like a Premier League game, not listen, like watch a Premier League game and they're talking about, oh, the old-fashioned number two, you know, and they're talking about maybe, like, say, I don't know, Gary Neville or saying that, like, the old-fashioned number two role and they're thinking, oh, that, that guy must be a brilliant centre-back. <laughs> Just not realising that they're no, talking about a right-back. <laughs> There's lots of different, yeah, number systems around the place, especially in, like, South America. Oh, really? Had, uh, yeah, I think South America, I think it's the... Number five is is the their big number, but it's, it's for defensive midfielder. Oh right, because I know here like it was four really, isn't it? It's kind of like defensive midfielder kind of number nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, five, 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 six, and four. You'd always think maybe def, you know they're a defender, you know, by trade, and they just could play in midfield <laughs> with one of them. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I think we're all done. I think, you know, what we should do next time is our, our five worst, I think. No, we've got our five five best ones. I mean, you could always uh, put it to a poll as well, if you want. On well, so many kit polls. All, all that happens is the white slash wins, generally. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? We didn't have no white slash winning this one. No, because so. it wasn't really in our life. <laughs> exactly. I mean, well, we, we've had um, a couple. Uh, well, not really slash, more just... Red and blue bars going down, I guess, really, wouldn't they? But well, we've had a quite a few splashes as well. They seem to bring it in every third meant, year. I should just thinking, you know that I remember that really thin red and blue slash, the TF TFG one. I think TFG, yeah, that, yeah, they, that was that was really, really horrible. So I remember buying it and having like the shirt, and it, even the shirt itself was really uncomfortable to wear. It was just like everything was like a different material. Like the slash was a different material. The shirt itself did, and then you had the blood. You sure it's a slash? I thought it was like straight down. Is it straight down? Was it or was it slash? Yeah, straight down? Is it straight down? It was, yeah, oh. it was like from the. It was kind of like from the left. It was kind of like a red and blue straight down from the left. Yeah, really thin red and blue as well, wasn't it? Yeah, and I just remember this thing that the collar itself was just so uncomfortable. It was just awful around it. And I was like, why to buy this? <laughs> I can't remember why I bought it. Just like, I bought it at the time thinking, oh, okay, cool. And that's a white shirt as well. And that's probably where I've never what, like, really bought a white shirt since, to be honest, apart from that retro one, because I really liked it. But I've only worn that a couple of times because otherwise I'm just going to ruin it. <laughs> but yeah. No, definitely, I think, yeah, we should go for the worst kits at some point. That'd be quite cool. Yeah. yeah. At some point. All right, mate. So, uh, yeah, I think we're uh, called it a close, you know, because yeah. I just realised it's one o'clock in the morning. Well, it <laughs> it's been a long one today, guys. Hope hope you all listen through like, to the end. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll catch you on the next one. That's all. See you later. Have a good night.